He's a U.S. Ranger. Highly decorated. Did a little hell raising when he was a kid, but nothing serious. He's defending his wife. Got in a drunken brawl. And he killed a guy. Could have happened to you or me. After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three Regis and Kathy Lees, and a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing. I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> can ruin your whole day. Welcome to Con Air. Jailbird 1, you are not cleared for takeoff. And nobody on this aircraft gives a flying. The issue here is how the plane is brought down. Shoot it down. There are innocent people up there. He's got a little girl to come home to. He's been waiting for this day for eight years. What are you going to do? What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to save the day. Check your weapons. Take your seat. Isn't that your car? And say your prayers. He's got the whole world in his hand. From Jerry Bruckheimer, Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. Where are they going to land this thing? How do you feel about the blackjack tables? Woo! Buckle up. On air. Directed by Simon West. Thank you, and have a pleasant flight. Not quite, my friend. Not quite. Take me to Sarah Conair. <laughs> I'm looking for Sarah Conair. I was told she was here. Have you seen her, please? <laughs> I'm looking for Sarah Conair. I'm sorry. Visiting hours are over. <laughs> podcasting hey this is let's ruin our childhood oh you got it out of the way right away i did just in case people didn't know what they clicked on who are you i'm alex carter and i'm tom mcgrain we're back we're back we back gonna do another dumb movie oh man (laughs) i think i liked it better than you did alex i know you did This week's episode is Con Air, the 1997 classic. It's the story of uh, hair dryers. Con Airs. Boom. (laughs) Right? Right? Oh, man. That's a hot joke right Mm, there. No one's ever said that before. Um, Let's see. Did you see this in the theaters? I did, indeed. I did, too. I was uh, f- 15 or 16. Yep. 
I was 20 or something like that. Yeah. Math checks out. Uh, I remember, th- <laughs> I mean, this was like a, an enormous blockbuster. I, they hyped this up so much. Everyone was so excited because this came out after The Rock. It was a so, big, goofy deal. So this was like Jerry Bruckheimer and full, yeah. and full fucking. Uh, His partner, this is the first movie that Jerry Bruckheimer produced without, without Don yeah. Simpson. He like, killed himself. This is his first one. Yeah. He didn't. He wanted no part of this movie. Don oh, Simpson. really? Yeah. Man, well, good for him. No yeah. wonder he killed himself, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. What did he do? What? Don Simpson. What do you mean? Well, how did he do that? How did he kill himself? Yeah. I forget. He's like, didn't Tony Scott jump off a bridge? He jumped off a bridge. Yeah. Some weird shit, man. Yeah. Doesn't matter how successful you are. Apparently not. Not for those guys. They also produced Top Gun, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. Directed by Tony Scott. Full circle. Full suicide circle. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yes. Top Gun is cursed. Yeah. This movie is cursed. I liked it. (laughs) I I remember when I, like I said, it was very hyped up. And I remember when I saw it, I was like, this seemed pretty long and not as great as I thought. It seemed kind of dumb. Even when you saw it the first time? Yes. I knew. I mean, I went in knowing how dumb and I it was got like be. it's very like wink. Yeah, but is it? I don't know that <laughs> Nicholas Cage's accent. Oh man, he <laughs> said he spent, Cage was not. He the, spent time in Alabama, like a bunch of time in Alabama to per- doing what to perfect his accent. No, that's not what he was doing there. <laughs> no, no, it was not. I think he watched watched Forrest Gump once and was like, "Yeah, I got it." Yeah. He he's, he's, like, he's like Forrest Gump Jr. Yeah. I mean, doesn't uh, he have two Oscars for acting? Uh, two? I think uh, Leaving Las Vegas and Adaptation. He's at least He's been nominated at least twice. I don't know that he's won twice. I think he just won for Moonlight, but... Moonstruck. No, Moonlighting. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Was fucking... he nominated for that, too? That means he's been nominated three <laughs> yes. times, at least. <laughs> And now he does straight-to-video Christian action movies. Christian action? There's a straight-to-DVD Christian action he's in, movie he's in the, genre? Uh, wow. He's in the, uh, the oh, those famous Christian books. The Rapture movies? Yes. Whatever they're called. Uh, the Disappearance? No. The People are yelling at I their know. speakers. Um, the Happening? The Quickening. <laughs> <laughs> the Slappening. <laughs> I don't. Who cares? I don't care. I don't either. But yeah, he's in those, right? But he's also in Mandy. Did you ever? Did you ever? Catch no, Mandy? I'm aware of that. I that is an acid it. trip of a insane movie that they made in like two weeks. Yeah, he'll do anything. He needs the money really bad. Yeah, his business partner screwed him or something. Or there, he made it. Then he made a whole bunch of terrible movies. Apparently, he's going to be in a movie where he's playing himself, and it's going to be like an over the top quasi comedy action movie all right van damme did it what's the last good movie that he made Ooh, nicholas cage that is a in the year 2020 a tough question i feel like the last 20 years well a lot of people really like mandy i will yes but i'm talking about like a major yeah that's a that's a little you know what i'm saying that's got a a little movie with a big cult following is what Mandy is. Right. 
Um, yeah, it's been a long time. National Treasure, I guess. You know what? Probably. Yeah. Was and they're just announced last... they're doing a third one now. So good for him. He's back Those in business. Make a shitload of money. They're really stupid, but they make a lot of they're money. They're fun. Yeah. I like them. His hair is so bad in them. His hair is so bad in this movie. Yes, it is. Oh, man. But I think it's weird when people do like the no sideburns hair all the way up above the ears thing. That's always a weird look. Yeah. That's what That's uh, always a sign of a Tom crazy Hanks person. does that in like the uh in the Dan Brown movies, the Da Vinci Code. Oh, does he? Like it's always got, I always like, notice that. Why why do you cut your hair all the way up to above your ears in the front? I've never in my life done that. I've never ever done it. That's how that's what crazy people look like. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's like the classic yeah you're institutionalized we're cutting your hair for <laughs> when you're you. in the, yeah. when you're institutionalized no sideburns of any kind no they don't Even want you a to little... tie them together and hang yourself with them that's right <laughs> they keep they keep it mowed down for your own safety oh boy so con air con air i, I know people that love this movie and i want to say to them i like sure? it i don't love it but i did enjoy it I it was directed by someone that has... Simon West. Directed a few other movies and... All goofy action movies. Oh, man. It looked like he just tried to steal Michael Bay's shtick. Yes. But wasn't able to really... I don't know. Some of this is... No, it... As over the top and... Oh, yeah, 100%. It's too much of it. Yes. It's such a cliche. The entire thing is a giant cliche. It's, it's distracting to watch. Watching Nicolas Cage is distracting. He looks like a fucking idiot. He looks like Jesus with tight jeans on. And he talks like Forrest Gump. He's very <laughs> hard to just watch. Yeah. That's all. I mean, um, that uh, that meme or that gif where it says blow on your screen. You, yeah, when you his done hair that is one? blowing. Yeah. Yep. That's pretty fun. That's from this movie. Yes, it is. This movie is a, this movie. The entire movie is a gif of an action movie. Yes, it is. It, very much so. This is sort. I mean, it's like it might as it might as well be a Michael Bay movie. It's so. much. I assumed it was until I looked, and I'm yeah. like, "What the hell's the deal?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a different guy." The guy but. Simon West. He directed uh, the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider. Oh right, and a couple other things. And then he said, "That's enough." pal that's quite enough out of you yeah um all right i don't know do we do we begin we get into it yeah there's a lot there's a lot this movie was way too long like it ha i, I can ugh, it's crazy all right all right hang on one second uh pause pausing pausing Um, it begins, we hear the, uh, like the mantra of an army ranger because he's getting, he's being, he's leaving the army. It's like his last day of army. He gets to go home and see his pregnant wife. Yes. And they say, they make a point of saying, uh, you leave no man behind, whether that's what they really say or not. He takes that part very seriously. That's, uh definitely an important thing for him it is that's why and then you're like oh that's why they mentioned this 
right at the beginning. Right. There's many times that it, it comes up. <laughs> yes, there is. I mean, that's kind of the whole reason this movie is happening in the end. Well, it's one of his major uh, like uh, parts of his character. Yeah. Which... Keanu Reeves should have played this character or anyone else. It's just he's so wrong for this movie that it makes it makes this is when it doesn't allow even the dumb parts to sort of at least make sense (laughs) because nobody thought of Nicolas Cage as an action star until he was. This came out the same time that Face Off came out. Yeah. And he's great in Face Off. Was for that, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, I got you. He worked in that movie yeah. as the bad guy. Yeah. Or slash good guy. Sure. Yeah. But it, the, it, he's just, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Case true. closed. The end. Podcast over. Hang on. Let me uh, do this here. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So he's out of the army. Now he's at. Uh, it's pouring rain, movie-style rain. He's going to the bar that his wife works at in Alabama. His wife seems to barely like him. I or mean, she can't emote. I think she's just not a great actress. Have you named another movie you've seen her in? None. <laughs> yeah. I, don't. It was, uh, I mean, for the romantic lead in a blockbuster movie starring Nicolas Cage, this I was think a you're giving the, You keep calling this a blockbuster. Yes. I don't think, I think it was a surprise. N- absolutely not. You no, don't no. think so? Uh-uh. They were all, everyone in this movie was at their full, like, it, this was yeah. a. Ving Rain. This was John the follow-up to The Rock. Steve Buscemi. Yeah. The, uh, this is. Danny Trejo. Oh, man. Can we talk about Danny Trejo for a minute? When I see Danny Trejo now, I'm like, man, that guy's barely even aged. Oh, yes, he has. And then I saw him <laughs> yeah. in this. I'm like, oh, no, he's made out of silly putty now. <laughs> yes. He looks yes. very different from what he used to look <laughs> yes, like. Yes. He was a very handsome younger Big man. Big Rams, on the other hand, pretty much looks the same. Yes, he looked a little younger. Black don't crack, yeah. Not as ripped as he was in this. Right. Big Rams was always the, like so so big. He Yes. That he kind him of, and Michael Clark Duncan in yes. the nineties were the he was mini he's mini dudes. Michael Clark Duncan yeah because he's not nearly as tall but yeah very but similar but he's still alive shape. too yeah. so there's that Who, oh Ving Rhames yeah. yes yes I was gonna say no he's not no but <laughs> yeah anyway so he uh, goes into the bar to see his wife she's kind of excited to see him <laughs> yeah right that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying like <laughs> yeah. she's very cool on yeah. being around him. Um, she's supposed to be pregnant, but uh, visibly she is not. And supposedly she had the baby three months after this, which makes no sense whatsoever. That's fine. Whatever. (laughs) Um, some guy sees an army ranger hitting, hitting on the girl he likes. Yeah. The, the local, like in every movie when someone goes to the bar and the local guy gets all hot and bothered. Yeah. It's like, okay. Man of steel. Have you seen Man of Steel? You mm-hmm. have. A, mm-hmm. When he's work, he's like the busboy at the local bar, mm-hmm. and the truck driver guy picks a fight with him. I'm like, I'm sorry, Superman or not, you ain't picking a fight with Henry Cavill at Absolutely the local bar. Not. Like, oh, this guy that's so ripped, it looks like he can barely move. Right. 
let's uh, let's sort of fight with this guy. Yeah, don't start your fight based on someone's socioeconomic status. <laughs> no, based on them by their physical <laughs> yes. abilities. Yes. Yeah, and also don't maybe pick a fight in a bar with a army ranger. Yeah, that's probably a good. That's idea. That's a great idea. Who's still in his dress greens? Right, fresh out. Having a slow dance with his with the misses. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. the local guy and of course his two henchmen yeah. are very aggressively wanting to fight him. Yes, which these things that and he stands in every down. movie in every yeah. movie. The, they this they just they can't wait to get in a all out life or death fight at the bar for really no reason. There are morons like that in life. I've I, met some I, of them. Yeah, I, I guess so. But it escalates so quickly, it's it's a bit much. Yeah. Then he and these guys are just very aggressive. Yeah. And he uh, calls him a pussy or whatever and throws a dollar bill in his face. And his wife is like, no, I hope the army changed you. Yeah. As if she hasn't seen him since he joined. Right. So I don't know how long they were together before he went into the army, but... Uh, well, we were led to believe he had a very long, army distinguished career, career as a ranger. Yes. So several, many years. And so, spoiler alert, <laughs> he's about to accidentally kill someone <laughs> and spend seven years in prison. So his wife has spent, at most, <laughs> two months with him in her whole life. <laughs> I know. but, but <laughs> I guess he was with her early enough before that to impregnate her. Right. So... He wasn't constantly that. out on um, on missions. Ranger in duties. Right. Yeah. He's stateside, you know, being weird, growing his hair out. Yeah. His wine, that's what you do in prison, right? If you're a white guy? <laughs> well, yeah, that's... That's what I. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm not even in prison. I'm going for that Nicolas Cage look. I'm going to shave the front half of my head. <laughs> yeah. To recede your own yeah, hairline? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be sweet. I'm gonna start talking like this. Oh, uh, his accent. Sorry, I just keep going back back to how bad he is. <laughs> He's not good. Um. Uh. Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh. So they uh they leave the bar. They have their dance. He stands down. He doesn't fight this guy that he clearly wants to fight. They leave the bar and it is pouring rain. Still pouring like, rain to a de- where you're like, it has never rained like this anywhere. Right. Once in Des Moines two years ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, a monsoon situation. And as they're leaving, guess who shows up? They're uh, going out to their car to leave, right? Just go home. Well, the shit talkers are, are back, and they are still very upset with more just, so, yes, with just the sight of Nicholas Cage, which I understand because I was very upset. By just a sigh of Nicolas Cage. Like, also. What are they doing here? Hi. What what are they doing? <laughs> hey, Huckleberry. <laughs> uh and they uh start to fight him. And he's getting kind of beat up at first. But then he's like, uh oh, don't forget. He is an army ranger. Correct. And dude pulls out a knife. Yep. And now it's time to quit messing around. He tosses Go for all the three kill. of them. And then he jacks dude's nose up into his skull like right. everyone says is a real thing. Right. He, Whether or not it is, right. I don't know. It remains to be seen. <laughs> but in this movie, but the old they're like, hey, fist everybody palm knows about up this. the nose, <laughs> yeah. which therefore pushes the nose into the brain. Instant kill shot. Yeah. And then some guy comes out of nowhere and is like, he's like, 
Poe. He's dead. I was like, where did this fucking guy come from? How did right. they know? <laughs> or was it one of the guys he was he just beat up? I think it was someone from the bar. The other two guys peel off. Yeah. The henchmen peel off. And the girlfriend kind of, or the wife kind of goes back. So Nicolas Cage is just staying there with the dead guy. Yeah. And then I think uh, someone from the bar comes out. And that's who that was. Okay. Well, uh, cut to uh, him getting sentenced. <laughs> right. Because he wouldn't. What kind of lawyer did he have? His lawyer was trying to tell him to plead guilty. Yeah, but. And he wouldn't do it. Like he. And if, Ple- everyone... if he pled guilty, he would get one year. And probably not even that much time is what they said. I'm just saying. And he he's refused a, he's a, to do as it. A, as a former Special Forces uh, veteran yeah. uh, that's home in a bar and dozens of people witness these three guys coming out. Also, the dude you. pulled like, a knife out. Right. Uh, this this all could be ex- – like, there's a case to be made here. Like, he should not have been found guilty. Of or should have had, degree manslaughter. Should have had to have taken a plea deal. No. But he's not very smart, so he went for the plea deal. No, he didn't. He didn't? No, because he gets seven to ten years. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he refused to oh, take the plea deal. Oh, because he forgot. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. They never say that explicitly, but I was like, he didn't take the plea deal because he got seven to ten years. He's a man of integrity. Yeah. Which. Actually, they did say he pled guilty, but he still got seven to ten years. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, now there's a montage of him in prison, working out, reading letters. He's he's thriving in prison. Seeing his daughter grow up. He has a roommate, a cellmate, that you don't see, but it's Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump. It sure is, which Kelty. really makes him Forrest Gump. Yeah. He's Forrest Gump number two. Yeah. Um, and he, the guy becomes friends with him because he gets the pink snowballs in prison. That he gives, because at one point that Bubba's uh, delivering books, you don't see him have a cellmate until the end of the montage when it's when it's when it's Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yes, I don't know, but he's being good in prison. He's doing he's doing great. He's learning origami. He's lifting weights. Yeah. And by he's the time reading, he's reading books, reading it up, and doing yeah, uh, doing yoga. Growing yeah. that hair out, being real ripped for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yes, and it was it was like he shouldn't be that ripped. That's this is the well he's pretty ripped in uh, the Rock too, isn't he? Not like this though. Not like this. They said in the trivia they said he was lifting weights between scenes. I'm sure he was. He was yeah. jacked. Yeah, <laughs> with long, stupid looking hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, but uh. so this. He's missed his entire daughter's life, and by the end of this montage, she is in first grade. He's about to get out of prison. He got her a bunny. I got her a bunny. <laughs> he's such a dumb. I mean, I get there. He, they're getting for he's like a peaceful warrior type of guy. Yeah, I get it, but he plays it a little too dumb. And the in his terrible Alabama accent does not help. No, it does not. <laughs> It's like all he's focusing on is doing the accent. So there's, it's like he's not really aware of what he's saying in a scene. He's just saying it with an accent. Oh, hmm. man. That guy. Um, the jailbird. What the fuck does that mean? That's the plane. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Him. So now 
this is his. He's he's getting out of prison. Today's the day. It's July fourteenth. This movie takes place over one day. Yeah, I guess so. And him and his cellmate are going to be on the same plane. Turns out with the worst of the worst, like all these celebrity criminals that have done shit so bad that they're well known around yep. and about. A real rogues gallery, if you will. Yeah. And they are the worst of the worst. Um, Bubba, I forget his name in the movie. I forget his name in real life. McKelty. Baby O. Baby O. Okay. He's but, diabetic. But he's Bubba, so don't yeah. worry about it. He's diabetic. Remember that. Because on the bus, he says he needs a shot. And they're like, we'll give it to you in transit. On we'll the give plane. it to you later. Don't forget, everyone. We're going to give him that shot later. <laughs> yes. yes. That shot that keeps him alive because they forgot to give it to him the night before even. Right. So he's going to. Who knows? He may be in bad shape later. Hard to say. He could be hurting for a squirting later. <laughs> he could be a squirting hurting of, uh, for a squirting insulin. of insulin. <laughs> oh. Diabetes. Oh. Diabetes. When you're hurting for a squirting. Of... <laughs> um, we meet uh, John Cusack. He shows up in sandals because. And a very large 90s suit. Yeah. You got to know. Yeah. Like a talking head's. Fucking Almost. take me to the river. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, buddy. Yeah. And sandals because he's got to be. They make a real point of showing the sandals. And you're like, this has. You're just supposed to know that he's a sort of a hippie, I guess, even yes. though he's a U.S. Marshal. Right. But he's. Can you imagine if you're a U.S. Marshal and one of your coworkers showed up every day with sandals on? No, I can't. They'd be like, uh, we have to fire this guy. <laughs> this yes. is, what is his problem? Although we find out later, for some reason, he's going to fly Apache helicopters. So who you know what? Knows? That is something that just happens in movies. When there's uh, <laughs> FBI uh, like guys that are in charge of some sort of scene or operation, that they also can fly helicopters and shoot from them, like Die Hard. Yeah. You know, you have to take an extensive amount of classes to fly helicopters. Yes. Like, like for real, it's not. It's even harder than a plane, right. obviously. <laughs> I mean, it ain't, you're not, whatever. We'll get there eventually. FBI agents can do anything. Yeah. Uh, Cole Meany shows up. You guys know Cole Meany, the engineer from S- Deep Space Nine or The Next Generation? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Irish guy playing an American, being oh. a real fucking asshole in this movie, and barely being able to contain his Irish his oh, Irish yeah. accent he the never, whole time. Yeah, he can't. It's like he's trying to be American. He's but not bad. He's not because uh, you buy buy him as a fucking asshole. Yes, and sometimes when somebody can't contain their accent, I'm okay with it. It just makes him seem a little weird. But it's not like Keanu Reeves trying to be British and Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Crikey, Roy! <laughs> Crikey, <laughs> bloody hell! Crikey, we haven't heard we haven't heard snake snake yeah, in a while. All right, all right. yes, <laughs> yeah. But he's got a Corvette. Make sure you notice that with a license plate that says uh, "As Kicker." Right, two Z's, two Z's. So you know he's a real douchebag. It's another. It's another like Michael Bay ish move, I guess. Jerry Bruckheimer to have like a classic car in there, yes. always a Mustang oh, yeah. or something. This was this was a Corvette, I think. 
Yeah, and he's uh, he's there, and he's an asshole from the get go. Him and uh, John Cusack do not like each other right. from the get go. Um, and our man Cole Meany is going to send a guy in. He works with the DAA. He's not a U.S. Marshal, right? And he's sending a guy in undercover, and he wants to give him a gun. And uh, John Cusack is like, nobody, nobody can have a gun on this flight. Period. Too there's, many crazy bad guys. There's a gun in the cop cockpit, right? And then in the belly of the plane, there's an arsenal, apparently, <laughs> which we find out later. Yeah, with missile launchers for some reason. <laughs> with every with. So many weapons. All of them. Take your pick. <laughs> Cattle prods, whatever. Um, so now we're going to meet the criminals that are going to get on this plane, and there's a bunch of exposition yep. being like, oh, this is convenient. Say, oh, here's this guy. He did this. Ving Rhames, Diamond Dog. Uh, he's, a, he's a militant black guy. Wrote a book, a bestseller. Uh, a guy, a, a character actor in a bunch of movies, murdered his wife's whole family because he caught her in bed with someone else. And then there's Cyrus, played by John Malkovich. Yeah, Cyrus the virus likes the to big brag, bad guy. Likes to brag that he killed more people than cancer, which also doesn't make sense because later Steve Buscemi shows up as like the serial killer. Yeah, the apex. Yeah, and he is. Uh, all bound up with a mask, like straight up Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah, wouldn't wouldn't you do that to the guy that brags about murdering people all the time too? I would think so. I would think so as well. Why did they put so they they put Ving Rhames in a cage? Yeah, but Cyrus was also Hopper. in a cage. Oh, was, oh, yeah, that's he right. Was. He yeah. was at the he beginning. Was. They both were withdrawn, Your Honor. But the cage actually seems. It, just as comfortable. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, they say Cyrus the virus is a poster child for the criminally insane. Then we meet Dave Chappelle. Isn't he's got a pretty significant role in this movie? Yep. Which is fun. Young Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Pre Chappelle show Chappelle. Yep. He used to be in a lot of movies as a small character. Yeah. Yeah. Then half baked. And then he thought his career was over. And then maybe, maybe undercover doing, brother. <laughs> maybe he'll start doing movies again. Now he could be he's like too weird looking. Now now he's all jacked. He'd be yeah. the he'd be like the main guy now, not the side. But kid. he is in. Uh, I mean, he's in. Uh, a star is born. Is he? Yeah, he's one of Bradley Cooper's old friend. He wakes up in his yard. Bradley hmm. Cooper does. And Dave Chappelle gives that speech. He's like, oh, man, I'm a family and blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> um, uh, then Cameron Poe gets on, and they're like, he's nobody. He's getting off. He's This is just a ride for him. Right. And he hasn't done shit, Army Ranger or whatever. Um, Cole Meany slips his undercover guy a gun as he's patting him down. He's, he brushes the other guy off, and he's like, I got this. And then he puts a gun in his sock. And you watch that and you go, I bet this will work out great. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Um, Danny Trejo gets on. He's got, His name is uh, Johnny 23. Yes. Because he's raped. He's the rapist. 23 women. Right. Which is great. Kinda. 
Um, uh, now, what's happening is uh, John Malkovich and Ving Rhames are pulling pins out of their out of the skin of uh, their hands. Yes, like a needle. Yeah. Like, just shove, you know, like when you're remembering elementary school, you shove a little needle in your hand. Well, I, I was like, because I was actually the show I was talking about before we started the podcast, The Outsider. Oh, yeah. The dude is going to shank someone in prison, and he has a fucking knife in the skin of his leg that he pulls out. And I was like, ow, God, I was like, no fucking way. No way, no way. And then he pulls it out. <laughs> it's really gross. Um, so I watched this, and I was like, I buy this much more than uh, the <laughs> so knife in the leg. You're ready skin. to accept yeah. that. Also, I deliver beer and my hands are so calloused, I feel like I could actually do that. Yeah, you definitely could. Yeah. I used to stab myself, show off, and be like, check this out. And I could like basically stab myself with a pencil and people would be like, yikes. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, don't worry about it. Check it out. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I don't like in movies either when they pull a pin out and instantly behind their back and just go, you know, just... Basically, diddle swirl, yeah, yeah, diddle, diddle the little yep. keyhole, and like click. Yep. Come on. So yeah, uh, Ving Rhames and, and and Malkovich pull out these pins, and then Dave Chappelle has a string coming out of his mouth. Oh yeah. And he pulls out, it keeps coming, keeps coming, and Cameron Poe is looking at him, and he's like, "What the hell's going on?" And he goes, "Shh." And he pulls out a little vial of liquid in a plastic bag and a match. Yeah. Only one match. It's like you'd at least give him like three matches. Right, it's not going to take up that much more space. <laughs> exactly. Just in case. <laughs> and there's a Native American guy next to him, and he lights him on fire. Yep. Which sets he everything. He squeezes a little bottle of, ga- of like whatever gas onto him, yep. lights him on fire. That kicks off the insurrection. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. The uh, cons are going to take over. Yep. The airplane. Ving Rhames kills a guard right away. I don't remember how, but he does. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The inside of this airplane definitely looks like a little movie set. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> like, ah, uh, this movie. Mm-mm. They cut a, f- a few too many corners in this movie with the director or whatever. <laughs> like, the attention to detail just was not there. Did it matter, though? It did, you know... Yeah, uh, yes, it's true, but it's it's too much. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, so now the pilots are aware there's all kinds of crazy shit going on, and one of them literally says, "Pull out the lockbox." So the co-pilot gets the gun out, right? Walks through the cockpit door and is immediately grabbed by Cyrus. I do believe. Yes. Um, a couple of prisoners immediately get shot. As they're struggling over the struggling gun. Struggling inside the uh, gun gets turned studio. on the co pilot and he is then shot. There's a lot of people killed in this movie. Yes. Like a, a shitload. Like forty. Yeah. Um those guys are the first to go down. Sorry, fellas. So yeah, now the guards are under control by the prisoners. There's also one female guard. Which mm-hmm. don't uh, don't cancel me, listeners, but I feel like uh-huh. on this airplane full of 
celebrity psychopaths. Rapists, murderers, and murderers, killers. The worst of the worst. Right. They may not put an attractive female guard on the crew. Right. Just this once. Mm-hmm. Just better for every all involved. Maybe. I'm just putting that out there. Right. Whether or not they would have, I don't know. And it's maybe a, don't give also the that chick is in Total Recall, right? Huh? What isn't she the girl from Total Recall? Oh, maybe so. I know she looked familiar. Yeah, I think she is. Mm. Which is funny because I was watching Total Recall the other day, and I'm like, what else has this lady been in? And then <laughs> now like, you know. Yeah, I was like, I think it's this. <laughs> yeah, Con Air. Yeah, that was literally like two days ago. So that was cool. Yeah, so now Cyrus is under the impression he has the only gun on board. And he says, welcome to Con Air. It's like my, that was a perfect it was, John Malkovich impression. It was. <laughs> it was just like Sean Connery's Welcome to the Rock. I mean, this movie rips off. I swear the director just watched The Rock and was like, oh, I get the formula. Yeah. We don't, we don't need a... Michael Bay. We don't need to pay the Michael J. Michael Bay paycheck this time. No, this dude's gonna do it for half price. That's he exactly, stole his notes. That's exactly what this movie feels like. Pan across an American flag. Uh, pan across little kids playing. Pan across. It's Ridiculous always, explosions. Yes. Classic car. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Cage running around. What are you gonna do? Um, so now they're all, you know, preoccupied and Trejo, old Danny, Johnny 23 is going to rape the female prison guard and Cameron Poe is watching from a distance and he's like, I'm not, I am not about to have any part of this. Yeah. And he goes over there and stops it. And it turns out old Cyrus the virus murdering motherfucker that he is not a fan of rape which is there's this one there's a code you know yeah um and we find out they're going to land at carson city nevada to let people on and off the plane there's supposed to be six people getting off and a certain amount of people getting on and we, that's important to know, I guess. Yeah, this whole this important flight of all these world class bad guys. Like, you know what? Let's stop. We'll pick up a few more. We'll let a couple off, and then we'll keep going. What did they think? I mean, that's a you know, it's a movie, but given we're not quite there yet, but they they're supposed to let six guys off. Three black guys and three white guys or something like that. Mm -hmm. And all of the white guys are dead from this previous gunfight. (laughs) Right. (laughs) From the the last firefight. Also, wouldn't there be holes in the plane at this point? Oh, don't get me Like a bunch of holes, just shit blowing everywhere. Yep. There'd be a lot of problems. Yeah. I feel like there'd be- plane full of holes, lots of damage done. Uh, Yes. There was a fire. (laughs) There was. <laughs> it is. It is what it is, though. Uh, it's a it's a movie that's built entirely on pretty lazy writing. Yeah, like try a little bit harder, or 
Or don't. Yeah. Do, <laughs> you know, do what you do whatever you want. Who fucking cares? <laughs> the uh we find out they're gonna stop at Crescent City and the undercover DEA agent pulls out his gun and takes Dave Chappelle as a hostage. And John Malkovich is not having any of this. And he's like, if you wanna pick a hostage, maybe you don't pick the Negro guy that's a crackhead or whatever. Right. You're like, okay. And I don't remember how this plays out exactly, but. So those two are having a little standoff, and then yeah. like some other crazy guy is off to the side about to make his move. So he jumps in. That's right. Distracts the DEA agent. Just long enough. Long to, enough for John Malkovich to kill his ass. Right. And then Dave Chappelle manages to get his gun. Right. Which never comes up again. Really, I don't think. Um, no. No. I I apologize, but I'm going to have to inhale. <laughs> okay, just this one time. And exhale. All right. So they're going to land in Carson City, and they need prisoners to get off of the plane. Get off my plane. That's a different movie that we almost different did. Different airplane movie. <laughs> yes. D- better. How many airplane, by the way, how many airplane action movies are there a shitload are there dude i can name how many can you passenger 57 okay red eye air force one uh the movie with liam neeson about being on a plane (laughs) Uh, the twilight zone that's not an action movie but john lithgow seeing the creature on the wing there's so many movies about planes right there really is where there is like the straight up airport from the seventies, yeah, which airplane was fully? This is this mm, this is probably the king of them, right? Nah, Air, no, probably Air Force. Air Force One. One. I think Air Force One is one of the biggest selling DVDs of all time. Really? Because I think it was one of the first movies released on DVD. Is one of those we went to Blockbuster. It's like buy it used for three ninety nine. Like, yeah. I'm gonna own Air Force One like a fucking. Perp. I own it. Everyone owns it. <laughs> I bet you owned it at one time. I'm pretty sure I did. I don't know anyone that didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of like uh, that Jimmy Buffett album. Not Jimmy Buffett. Uh, wow, Peter Frampton. Frampton comes alive. <laughs> right. Everyone just issued. Yeah. Everyone's issued. You just have it, whether you even remember <laughs> buying it or not. It just exists. <laughs> Your DVD of Air Force One. <laughs> yes. Um, so they need uh, three guys to replace these dead guys. And Bubba volunteers, but turns out, and so does Poe, because they want to get off the off the plane. Poe. But Bubba can't go because he's black, and they need white guys. Yep. And <clears throat> then Poe feels bad because the lady guard is chained up. He's worried about her. Worry about her. Worry, Bubba can't worry about go, Bubba because he's he, all fucked up because he needs an insulin squirting. Yeah. He's hurting, he's hurting for, for it. <laughs> he's hurting for a squirting of insulin. And so he decides to stay back. He decides to stay behind. So they take one of the the main guard, in fact, in in place. Yes. <clears throat> There's uh, going to be a sandstorm in Carson City. This really doesn't have much of an effect on the movie i didn't feel like i guess when they land i guess it's just to make it seem more more confusing to makes it easier for them yeah it makes it easier to sneak out six dudes that aren't the ones that are supposed to be there Mm -hmm. and they put bags over all their heads and yeah yeah, they're all freaking out 
But Cameron Poe manages to sneak the DEA guy's recording device into the main guard's right, shirt. The, the, the little case with the recorder in yeah. it. Yeah. With tape. tape Actual tape. Reel-to-reel tape yeah. inside of it. Which I suppose... It was 1997. The digital stuff had not quite come out just yet. Had it not? Very close. Yeah, Prob- real well, close. Yeah, and some to... Yes. Not that the DEA was using, I guess. Nah, uh-uh. <laughs> Not in Jerry Bruckheimer's uh, world. It's still real to real in your pocket, baby. And in <clears throat> in another shot, we're at in uh, Cyrus the Virus's prison cell, and they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And they oh, see, yeah. they see some powder on the ground, and they're like, "What is this? Cocaine?" And the guy t- and then there's a little perfect little hole in the wall, and the dude pokes at it, and he's like, "Oh, it's soft." And then he digs through even further. And with no backstory for this, that means he rebuilt a plaster perfect impersonation of a wall with a this is again large space such, behind it. <laughs> such lazy writing. <laughs> yes. So his wall basically what happened was he he dug a hole in the wall somehow without anyone noticing. And then he put all of his contraband back there and a then walled it wall. in. Yeah. Walled it in. And painted over it like it was just perfectly done, where he put his flight manuals, his anarchist cookbook. Oh, my God. Yeah, please. the blueprints for the airplane. Right. And his, the entirety of all of his plans. Why would he do that? <laughs> I have no idea. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't he? I mean, the, the concept, that's what I'm saying. The lazy writing right there. The concept of that guy digging a hole without getting caught. Stuffing all the stuff in there and then walling it up for no reason and then leaving. Oof. Walling it up. When did he do this? I don't. I don't believe you could make a uh, literally perfect replica of a painted cinder block wall with plaster. Right. I don't care how much time you have. <laughs> right. I right. mean, you had to put all that shit back there and then what make What kind this. of shop do they have in this prison where he's like <laughs> yeah. able to what form he, and make his own- He was using own... spit and toothpaste and painting it with his ass juice, I guess. I guess. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best yeah. I can come up with. Yeah. Um, and also, there's a, so they're, they're in there like figuring that out, and uh, John Cusack is back at- back, uh, Where was he at at that point? Oh. Uh, I don't know, but he was watching a live feed of what was going on he, in his no, cell. No, he's there. He's oh, is he at the jail? He's there, yeah. Oh, okay. I, they jump around to locations that are so confusing. That They're also, we'll, we'll get to, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, I have many questions about a bunch of this stuff. Because, yeah, he is there because he, Cusack gets the, the little cards of the Last Supper with the eyeballs cut out. Oh, God, yes. And then he somehow goes to the perfect page in whatever book that lines up. Oh, no, it's the letter from the lawyer from the Colombian drug dealers. Right. Because now they know that this has happened. He was able to figure this out. Yeah. Because when the guard... Uh, the guard gets onto the bus, and then another guard... The guard that is dressed as a prisoner gets onto the prison bus... And another guard punches him in the gut. Oh, right. And his recorder thing falls out. And now they know some shit is up. Right. This may happen in a little bit. 
<laughs> Doesn't matter. Does um, not. There's going to be a late addition, so that they've gotten the prisoners off, and now they're taking the other prisoners back on. Meanwhile, Dave Chappelle has taken the transponder out of the jailbird and has put it into Uncle Bob's right. tour plane where he's hitting on a nice black lady in Carson City, Nevada, and wasting all of his time doing it. Yep. It's Dave Chappelle, everybody. It sure is. Everyone loves him. <laughs> so they are getting a late edition, and it's Steve Buscemi as Garland Green coming on, dressed all Hannibal Lecter style. Full, yeah, in a cage, all bound up. Because he's murdered so. 30 people. Right. Up and down the eastern seaboard. Prolific serial killer. That... That right there, Cyrus the virus, they said, had murdered like 50-some people. Right. Acknowledge it. He likes to say he killed more people than cancer and kidnapped people. Right. But since he's not a serial killer, I guess that makes him safer in some capacity. He He he, doesn't need to be bound up. He's an evil... (laughs) He's a villain. He's not a, a... Murderer? He's not a psycho. Even though they literally said... He's the blueprint for uh, criminal, the criminally insane or right, whatever yeah. earlier in the movie. Um, whatever. They're all super crazy. We yeah. get it. The worst of the worst. <clears throat> Breaking their own rules. It's okay. Yeah. So uh, Cusack puts these this Last Supper card with the eyeballs poked out onto the letter from the Colombian lawyer. That was also in Cyrus's jail cell. <laughs> and he matches it up, and where the eyes are missing, there's one letter per eye, and it says, Meet Carson City. Right. But this has already happened. So, like, they figure it out, but it's too late. There's enough time to bunch of people to get killed, but the plane's taken off. <laughs> right. Dave Chappelle tries to catch the plane, doesn't make it. He's like, fuck you. And the guy he tries to get to let him on the plane is the Indian guy he lit on fire earlier. The native. Oh, American that's guy. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, blast the one guy when he sees others coming. Oh, yeah. So there's, they figure out, John Cusack has figured it out. Like, oh, shit. This is a, the, the prisoners have the plane. Right. And he phones it in or radios it in. And the one guard guy that is sitting there, they're like, hey, this shit's going down. You got to go up. You got to stop him. So the guy drives his car over by himself. And he's like, hey, uh, what's going on? (laughs) And then John Malkovich promptly shoots him right right then and there. And he's dead. And the cavalry is on the way. What part did did the explosion happen? Which one? When John Malkovich, or sorry, when, uh, it happens in a little bit. The explosion in the jail cell. Yeah, because after this happens, another cop guy. We got okay. There's a guard guy. They're like, we said not to touch anything, and this guard opens up a lunchbox. And there's a little bomb inside. Yeah, Luckily, that's, that's Cusack tr- is outside of the cell. Right. But this guard and like two other guys get get killed. He says, Don't Yeah, don't touch anything. And the guy immediately sits down, and opens the box. He's like, what's this? It's opens a bomb. the little lunchbox, gets blown up. 
it's also like a very perfectly like like a very scientific little chemical yes thing like where where did he where did he get the stuff to make this like there's a green one and oh like, yeah it's a very like, intricate yeah, little like now wait a minute who was was alfred in there with him exactly maybe that was the whole, that was the entrance of the bat cave that he walled off <laughs> he just left his papers kind of by the door now that yeah. makes sense at yeah. least sort of that's at least a, an excuse <laughs> Uh, but nonetheless, Dave Chappelle didn't make it. The plane is back in the air. And they're going to chase it down. And Cole Meany is like, we're going to shoot it down. Like, we're going, like, trying not to do his, like, his Irish accent. I believe he's yeah. Irish. Yes. And, uh. He barely, he barely keeps it at bay. He barely. He dares to dare to dare. Like, oh, shoot I'm an American. <laughs> Uh, and he wants to shoot the plane down and they get in their helicopters and John Cusack is like very against the plane getting shot down because his people are on there. Right. The marshals, you know. Hey, you know? You know? <laughs> uh, and they're going to chase it down because they got the transponder. They got a lock on it. Yes. And they think that that's the plane and Cole Meany is real fucking stupid in this movie. And they love the these the Michael Bay Jerry Bruckheimer movies loved. Well, The Rock was the same way where like there's the bad government guys, yes. the FBI, and the people working against them, and then in the middle is a regular military who ends up getting slaughtered. Yeah. There's also always a a guy that sort of means well but is really stupid and bad. Yes. Like, Cole Meany doesn't have negative intentions in this. It's kind of like John Turturro in the Transformer, the early, because later on in the Transformers franchise, I don't know how into those you are, Alex. None. Uh, but in the first one, he's bad. Okay, I think I knew that. And then later, he's good. Hmm. And even at the end of the first, there's always a stupid government guy that's, I don't know, an asshole. There's that, always the asshole government yeah. guy. The gung-ho. Yeah. Yeah. The more I have to talk about this movie, the less I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so now we they really get into it. Uh, Cusack and Cole Meany are like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. A real bro down. Because he wants to shoot the plane down. And um, they... They're talking about the situation, and Cusack is like, this situation has never been contemplated. They never even conceived of this being a possibility, so they don't have any way to deal with it. Yeah. Because they don't know how. This is also under siege on a plane. It's Die Hard on a plane. Yeah, under siege, it's, yes. Oh, man, see, I liked under siege. I fucking loved under I like this. So mm. now that we're talking about it and you give me negative feelings, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And yeah. it is crazy. They uh, decide John Cusack's apparently a big fan of Garland Green, Steve Buscemi's serial killer character. So they let him out of his cell. And Ving Rhames seems real nervous about it. But I'm like, what do you what do you think this guy's going to do in this situation 
I thought it was stupid for him to be nervous. I know. They're, they're all murderers. Who fucking cares? Right. And it's not like a serial serial killers are like some sort of like demon monster. They're usually just creeps that talk people into yeah doing terrible things. Yes. It's not like he's gonna attack you. No. He weighs 115 pounds. He's yes. a little wuss. Um, and, and you're Marcellus. Twenty Wallace. of those pounds are his gangly ass teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and his eyelids. Sorry, Steve Buscemi. Let's be friends. Steve Buscemi's teeth are all they're all doing their own thing. You know, he volunteered on 9-11. Post we, all 9/11. Know, we all know that. Didn't take any didn't take any credit for it. Right. It's everyone's right. favorite meme to post on 9-11. Yeah. Uh so now they're going to uh Lerner Airfield is where the next stop is. That's going to be like out in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. They said it's 45 minutes away from, from anyone anything. being able to show up. Yeah. Given that, in a few minutes, John Cusack asks for a plane or a helicopter to get there. Uh-huh. And the guy says, if you got a fast car, you can get there in 50 minutes. And I was like, a fast car versus a, a plane? That makes no sense. Well... Yes, but they made they but they made sure to say that they're forty five minutes away of anything. So, like the the bubble is forty five minutes. So fifty minutes, right? With a fast car, right? Also, they're in Carson City, Nevada. I don't know where that is in Nevada. Going to Lerner, the old Lerner Air Force Base. Uh huh. And surprise, I'm going a little bit out of order here, but we no find problem. out that Dave Chappelle is dead. In the landing gear. Right. Uh, Did we see how that happened? He's running. No, you don't see it happen. Yeah, because He's I running, saw... and then he kind of falls, and then the next time you see him, he's dead in the landing gear. Yeah. I guess I thought he had more of a memorable death, but when I was watching, I'm like, wait, was I not paying attention? Because now he's dead in the... The death isn't memorable, but the the dropping his dead body out of the yeah. plane is memorable right. oh God, <laughs> yeah. we haven't got to that yet <laughs> yes. Yes. Jesus we haven't got to that yet no Any, well yeah okay we're gonna I went ahead now we're gonna backtrack a little bit um, it's fine just so long as we cover absolutely everything in the movie <laughs> well that's I'm obsessed I don't know um, John Cusack is not, he's brought, uh, Mrs. Poe to his office. He's like, there's been a slight problem. Just heads up. And he tells her your husband made a conscious choice to stay. He could have got off and he, right. he chose to stay on the plane. She's like, well, I don't like him that much, but there must be a good reason. <laughs> She's very, again, the way she acts is so unnatural. She seems completely detached from whatever is happening. Uh, yeah, just like. Staring off into the distance. Let's see. Uh, what was that lady's name? So only. Nah. I mean, I I bet I've seen her in other movies. This is probably the biggest role she's ever had, though. Casey Poe. That was his po. daughter. Casey Poe. Trisha Poe. Yeah. Played by Monica Potter. Ah, yes. Who has been in hmm, lots of stuff, lots of TV. Yeah. She a regular on any TV shows? Um, I think she was on Parenthood. Let's see. Uh, she was in Saw. She was in Patch Adams. Last House on the Left. 
anything recent? A show called Wisdom of the Crowd that did not even last one season on CBS. Wisdom of the Crowd. Hmm. That was a Jeremy Piven vehicle that failed. Yikes. Um, so, yeah, this is her big movie. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Poe is trying to cause some problems, and he he asks uh, Diamond Dog, Ving Rams. As a black militant, why he's taking orders from a white guy. And he's like, the end's just about the means, brother. Or whatever he says. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. He's like, it's all a means to an end. We got you, Ving Rhames. Um, uh, they got every creeping freak on one plane. And Bubba and Poe are in the middle of it. And now John Cusack is beginning to realize, he's like, well, we've got Poe. Like, he's on our side. Also, I mean, take that from Die Hard. As I say, yeah. Take that from Under Siege. Right. Take that from many, many movies. Wait, this came out in 97. Yeah. So this was, this is a child, this is a child of Die Hard, basically. Every action movie (laughs) after Die Hard. It truly I is. Even, is I mean, there's so many dialogue. elements yes. that are totally the echo fact Die that Hard. that was the first time to think that Die Hard was like the movie that started a essentially a whole new genre of action movies. Yes, it's hard to believe that you don't believe it until you start watching these movies like this. When you're like, they're Jesus. all Die Hard. Yes, they're all really some is. version of Die Hard. Especially the, I mean, like Under Siege. 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 <laughs> Under seizure. Under siege. <laughs> siege. Siege. Uh, yes, yeah. but it is. it is. I mean, they have, there's similar relationships. There's similar scenes. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and this actually follows that. To a T. To a real T. Yeah. A T so does Under Siege. Casey Rabeck. Yeah, hey, I'm Casey Rabeck. I sort of have a southern accent sometimes, <laughs> but then I don't. Uh, now, Colm, Colm Meany, I forget his name in the movie, who fucking cares? He's all about shooting the plane down, even though they're following the wrong plane and their helicopters. Right. Uh, but the uh, but the choppers are on the way. And as they're flying, they're not going as fast as the jailbird is flying. The pilot who got on the plane, uh, it's that big guy with the... With the big, uh, the big mustache. It's in a bunch of. Movies. Oh yeah, he's called Swamp Thing in this. Yes. Was I meant to look him dick up? In sideways. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because uh, Thomas Hayden Church bones his wife, and then he chases him out of the house. I think I ever saw Sideways. It's a weird movie. It's a wine obsessed, strange movie. Mm. But you do see his big. He's big, fat, old guy, and you see his, <laughs> see his. Dingle hang swinging. So there's that. Mm-hmm. I forget that MC Ganey. That's his name. It's yes. weird that I know that guy's name, right? He has a. No, He's no, in only, so many movies. Yes, that's what I'm trying to <laughs> look up right now. My, I'm like, oh, that face is such a uh, memorable face. Yeah, MC Ganey, still alive, born in 1948. Oh damn, he's a elderly fellow these days. He is. Yeah, he's been. These guys never stopped working. Yeah, Jesus Christ! What a career that would be to just be the character, a memorable character in every movie that you're in, though. 
Because he's also sure. like a great big dude. He is. And he always has the same mustache and long hair and everything that he's in. Right. Kind of funny. Anyway, he says that uh, the plane's not going as fast as it's supposed to be going. Right. Because the landing gear hasn't come all the way up. So they send Diamond Dog, Ving Rhames, to go check out the landing gear. Cyrus does. And as he's about to do it, he's it scares him. And he's like, he's like, hey, hillbilly. It's like, he, uh, Cyrus wants you to check out the landing gear. Yep. And then they go down together. And then we see Dave Chappelle's dead body. That's where Dave Chappelle is. Yeah. What if his, I wonder if they cut his death scene or something. It seems weird that it, there's kind of a big jump. No, I don't think. I think you think he just gets left behind. And he's caught up in the landing gear. I kind of like that. How would he have gotten wound up in the fucking landing gear? Because he sort of, he falls next, like he falls behind the window. And then you're like, you don't know if he fell or if he just got left behind. That's weird. He tripped. I don't know. Who fucking knows? It's really stupid. Because <laughs> that wouldn't knows? happen. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he would be squished on the ground if he, he wouldn't get caught up in it. Again, it's lazy <laughs> riding. You could have come up with a reason where it could have been anything. Just like, oh, yeah, he sli- he, it was a funny thing where he slipped and actually fucking killed himself on accident yeah. or something. No, I like that he's there with I, – I appreciate it. Alex, come on. This is art. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So luckily, he's got a marker, a permanent marker in his pocket. Yep. And Nicolas Cage writes on his shirt, attention, learner. No, no, that's the name of the Air Force Base. Attention. Larkin. John Cusack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah attention, attention, John Larkin. Cusack. <laughs> attention, John Cusack. Uh, we are going to Lerner Air Force Base or Lerner Airfield. Yeah, uh, it's not an air force base. Airfield. That would be the shittiest air force base there ever was. Yeah. <laughs> and then they drop him out of the plane. The yeah. So so up. he's writing his name, and they're over flying over a city. So it's like I'm his. Okay, this is his my thinking. Thing. Is like, oh, I'm gonna. They were in Carson City, Nevada. I don't know where Lerner Air Force Base is. Lerner Airfield. Sorry, but if they were in Carson City, Nevada. Uh, they drop pinball Dave Chappelle's body out, right? And it lands in the middle of Fresno, California. Is that where they were? Yes. And I was like, Fresno? They were in Nevada, and then they end up back in a desert. Why the fuck would they be over? Fre- Isn't Fresno is in Northern California? Uh, no. Okay, so Carson City is sort of is central Nevada okay. on the edge, close to California. Okay. Las Vegas is the southern tip of Nevada, and then uh, uh, Fresno is in California, kind of in between those two. Okay, but way out of Nevada. It, it's it's where uh, is Lerner? Is Lerner a real place? Uh, Lerner. What were you looking at, though? Carson uh, City and Fresno? Yeah, well, Google Maps, you can see the whole, yeah. yeah. Lerner. It's probably not a real place. <laughs> Clearly. It's not. <laughs> Lerner Air Force Base, Alex. <laughs> but I was still like, Fresno? Fresno is like central California, like north central. Are you sh- yeah, that, 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 mm, where else would. 
Yeah, that's real bad. It doesn't make any sense. Because that means they're flying over this. Because they dropped Dave Chappelle's body that lands right lands right in the middle of the metro area. Lands on in top Fresno. of a car. Yes. Right. So that means they, they, make they literally were flying. It. Yeah, so they're flying yeah. over the city of Fresno, which they wouldn't, according to the map and I the just saw. the rest of the movie is all desert. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. They would have swung way the fuck Way the fuck out of their way. And to, this is also where I'm Fresno. like, so it's a 45-minute drive. Learner from Carson City. Right. But it's somehow a 90-minute flight. <laughs> it's a magical place. <laughs> yes. Learner Air Force yes. Base is a magical yes. place. There's a... Uh, it's like the fucking... A time uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the Bermuda Triangle. That's where it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Takes you right to Fresno. And then you're at Lerner. But you can drive there in a Corvette in 50 minutes. It's just weird that way. It is. Going 200 miles per hour in a plane, uh, it takes 90 minutes. Going 80 miles per hour in a car, 50. It's weird. (laughs) It's pretty strange. However that works. It's just the way it is. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Yeah, but Dave Chappelle lands on a car with the writing on him, and it says... Get a hold of Larkin. I mean, first of all, okay, that's, I mean, it's a kind of a cool, like, idea in a movie to write a I, note to someone. Him on falling him. out of the plane was a great effect also. Yes. A lot of times people falling is bad. Yes, most of the this, time it, it is. it was really good. Just like Die Hard. Yes. Die Hard also good. RoboCop, so bad. <laughs> I, RoboCop is, like, my favorite movie, but when the, he goes out the window at the end, I'm like, why are his arms as long as his body? Well, who, why did, what a weird decision. <laughs> who made this <laughs> puppet? Yeah, it's a major motion yeah. picture. Um, what was I saying? I don't, I don't know. Mm. It's hard to say. Doesn't matter. We're only going to talk for two more hours. <laughs> on, on with the podcast. <laughs> um. Blah, blah, blah. Um. Garland, uh, what do you say? Oh, so now we're under in the belly of the plane. He's still down there. And oh, sorry. No, he, no. Hang on. I'm go I'm ahead. Inhale. I got to restructure my thoughts as well. <laughs> I'll just talk for a second. Okay. Uh, what I was thinking of was that Dave Chappelle being thrown off an airplane uh, is a good way to get a message to the ground. Unless, I don't know, he falls on top of a building, lands in a tree, is otherwise uh, falls somewhere where no one sees him, and by the time they find him, everything's already happened since the story takes place in a very short period of time. So they didn't, they did not think that through, and that's why. That's why I didn't hear what Alex said, but he. Did you you just said it could have been a building or a tree? Yes. Also, why not just make it a random desert town and not Fresno, California, where they have no business going to at all? Because that would have required a little bit of thinking on the part of the writers of this movie. That is which true. They certainly were not interested in doing. Yeah. Throughout. Yeah. So uh, Poe comes back up to the the cab. The cab, what do you call the area, the passenger area of the plane? The, the cabin. The cabin. Thank you. 
You're now free to move about the cabin? Right. Okay. He's back up in the cabin, the and he sees the set. creepy guy that murdered his wife's whole family Right. go down because Ving Rhames has come up with sunglasses. Ah, uh, yes. He and was he's down. Like, right. They're like, where'd you get the shades, man? He's like, all oh, our personal possessions are in the belly of the plane. And of course, Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> we have the meats. Uh, <laughs> I didn't believe a friend of mine was like, "That's Ving Rhames." When he first, the first time we saw one of those Arby's commercials, yeah. Emmett, it was Emmett, and I was like, that's "Emmett not, knew it was." I was like, "That's not Ving Rhames." I didn't know that for years. And he was like, "I will bet you that's Ving Rhames." I was like, "Ving Rhames has a very specific way of talking." I pride myself on never being wrong about anything ever, Alex. Sure, I, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why his podcast and is I so good. And I was fully wrong. It was totally Ving Rhames. Yeah. That I was weird. Not. When I found that out, I, my mind was blown. Yeah, same. Because it did not, I was like, that doesn't sound like Ving Rhames to me at all. And then once you hear it, you're like. Once you know it is. Right, you're like, right. oh, you're like yeah. yeah, it's totally him. Yep. That's all I can hear is Ving Rhames' voice. Yep. Marcellus Wallace has the meats. Some motherfuckers. Some hard pipe hitting meats. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Some hard meat eating motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this, so it, he sees a wife, family murdering guy go down and he follows him down and he sees the smiley face on his box because we know we saw it earlier, the smiley face on his box. Didn't mention it earlier in the podcast. But he's got a smiley face on his box with the personal possessions. And for some reason, this crazy guy knew to go right to that box. And he talk, and he's like, hey, well, he said, like, he's I reading. heard you up there. You said you had 15 years. He's like, you a free man. Huh? He's like, well, I'd just like to say that I understand. He, he's Gomer Pyle. <laughs> she <was> I am. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, they're gonna fight. He dead. That guy is. Yeah, he. They, they're throwing each other around down there. And again, it's a it's a fucking mo- like what kind of airplane? What the pipe? This pipe just pops out of the wall. Yes, straight and it's out. Leaking some kind of. You th- I thought it was like, is this propane? I'm, yeah, I don't fluid, know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. And then he gets stabbed. I think by airplanes it, do run matter. on propane. I think that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he just throws them and impales them on it. Yep. Game over for Billy Badass or whatever his name. That's was. pretty close. It is Billy, whatever is. Fu- and you've seen this guy in a ton of movies too. Yeah, this was like, yeah, this is this was a yeah. training for like yeah. henchmen and other movies. Yeah, they were all in this one. So he kills that guy, and oh, also this is where the classic, the most classic line from this movie, which is embarrassing, the fact that it's the most memorable line from the whole movie. Put the bunny back in the box. And then after he kills him, he says, I told you to put the bunny back in the box. And it's like, come on now. This is what you want the memorable line from this movie to be? Man, if you haven't seen this movie... Uh, if you t- haven't seen this movie, why are you listening to us? <laughs> Good point, yeah. Good point. Because it doesn't... This movie just... It, <laughs> It's hard to understand what's happening if you weren't around in the '90s when this came out. It made it made more it's sense. It's not hard movies. to understand if you've seen an action movie, you know. But this one is as o- it's just Nicolas Cage is such it's a over the top, 
craziness. Yeah. And they're going for it. They don't give a fuck. True. That's kind of what I appreciate about it, is what I will say. I just wish... I can appreciate that. I just wish it was done much better. Yeah. Because it does not... It does... Uh, yeah. They they cut some corners. Yep, yep, yep. So, he comes back up from... Uh, from killing that guy and Garland talks to him Garland Green Steve Buscemi he's like two men go down one comes up he's like don't worry about it (laughs) I don't fucking know what he says don't worry about it I killed him um that guy also knew he could have got off, but didn't. No, this is when he's talking to his wife. Alex, my notes are all over the place. It's fine. This it movie is, fine. is all over the place. It is. Um, this is where I said this way earlier, but he is now told. This is where uh, Cusack is asking to get a plane or a helicopter to the airfield. And the dude tells him, you can drive there. Okay. Guy finds po- bo- Poe's box. I am all over the place. That's fine. I am. Don't worry. They catch up to Uncle Bob's scenic tours because they're going to shoot the plane down. Right. Two, hel- again, helicopters. Two or three. Two and wasn't it? It was two helicopters and a... Later, or was it three? Th- oh, later, it, it, three different. It was two different styles. There were yeah, two like there's an Apache and like two kind of regular helicopters. Right, the more rectangular. The it's funny how narrower. recognizable even now, like... Apache helicopters were so cool that oh yeah I used to have of the Apache helicopter oh, transformer yeah. it was black oh it was so fucking oh yeah sweet. the Decepticon so, and it was like a hard metal like it was fucking metal dude it was badass mm. I have no idea what it was called mm. but it was the coolest transformer that I had by far and it was like a foot long yeah it was big it I was remember that sweet. that was one of the big ones yes because. Optimus was all maybe it wasn't metal and I'm just remembering yeah, that. Right. But Optimus was always plastic and I never had an Optimus Transformer. Me neither. I always I my Transformers were few and far between. I had a lot more Rock Lords. Oh rock hell Lords? yeah, Rock Lords. Dude, I loved Rock Lords. Because <laughs> I thought they were even cooler because it was like turning into a rock actually makes sense. Where like turning into a car didn't make any sense to me, but like if you could disguise yourself as a rock and you're a robot. Right. That made a lot more sense. I also had all these eggs. Did you ever have the these eggs that you would unfold and they would turn into animals? And there was like a rhinoceros and a cheetah and some of them. I had I like every I had like those. 50 of those. That was the one thing I had a shitload of. <laughs> the egg transformers? Yeah, but they weren't they were in no way related to transformers or rock lords, but they were just their own thing, don't worry they were about their it. Their own thing. And they were insane. They were fucking sweet. Do you remember the McDonald's Transformers? Yes. The the hotcakes. That was my favorite one. Unfold them. Arms and a face. The yes. fry guy tipped his tipped the fry head back. Love that shit. The fry head? Fry oh, head. yes. He had a blue face. Yes. When you tipped the head back. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> it was badass. I love those things. That's back when they used to have to have really good prizes. Really good ones. Remember the nuggets, the like hard rubber chicken nuggets? Yeah, with the eyes. I love those things too. And then you could like change their 
legs and shit out. That's right. Like the bottom halves of their clothes. And Do they even have toys and Happy Meals anymore? They do. They're all dumb. They used to be like a huge like. It used to be a big here's a new deal. fucking it toy. It was like also important that you like you wanted to get all of them. And I was that my parents were not like we'll take you to McDonald's kind of parents, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, I gotta have this. Yes, yes. Oh, I can remember being like, the same you better. way. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Garland has now talked to him. Two go down, one comes up, and he says, uh, this is, uh, one girl, I drove through three states wearing her head as a hat. I'm like, all right. And then he ends up being a sympathetic character for some reason. <laughs> like, After- <laughs> he's like a completely pointless character in the end. It's just to have a crazy serial killer guy. And then be like, oh, we're scared that he's hanging out with this little girl. And then later you're like, oh, I guess that was It's okay. inferred that he raped and raped murdered her. A, no, not murdered. Because remember she waves at him? Yeah. I don't. It's not inferred that he rapes her. Because uh, she sings. She's. It's okay in the end. He comes back and she's still alive. And nothing bad has happened to her. We see her later. It's inferred early on where you think something fucking truly terrible probably happened. Or is kid, but always about to happen because he's like yeah. looking at her like, <laughs> yes. Like, but then nothing happens and they sing that song, and later on you're like, thank fucking god they didn't go that route. So is that what that scene was trying to do? Was it trying to make make you not hate him or be like, oh he's not so bad. He's not going to kill this girl. No, because to me I'm like the I first think time just... you watch it, you think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. But then later you're like, oh thank god she's just fine. Nothing happened. Right. Because so think- he's cool. He's got the whole world in his hands. Hmm. The whole wide world in Bad his hands. writing. Um, so Cusack steals uh, Cole Meany's car. He was going to take his own, the world's shittiest car. Right. He's a U.S. Marshal. Super experienced, like the smartest guy in the room at all times. Can turns out later we find out can fly Apache helicopters, <laughs> and has the world's like the shittiest car you've ever. Seems seen. Seems like he should in '97. He should be at least be driving like a nice Lexus or something. Yeah, a, a Nissan Maxima. Right, something you right. know, a reasonable car. Right, a nice but he sedan. has a, this rust bucket piece of shit a like van. It's ridiculous. Full of shit, like all. And he's up. like, my car is not fast enough, and he takes Colmini's car. Takes the who ass, we find out early, the ass kicker, ass kicker. Yeah. Um. Uh, he he arrives at he gets there in fifty minutes, as we've discussed. He yeah. arrives at the Lerner Airfield, <laughs> Lerner Air Force Base. <laughs> yes, he goes site of indetermined. Uh, he go- yeah, we don't know. It's we don't be- know. somewhere between Carson City and beyond Fresno, right. <laughs> wherever that is. But still a desert for some reason. It's in the Bermuda Triangle of <laughs> yes. of Fresno, yes. Vegas, and uh, <laughs> yes. where was the other one started? Yes, at? they fucking Carson end up City. in Vegas. Yeah, it's a it's what a Bermuda the Triangle. Fuck? That whole ugh. so stupid. <laughs> so Carson City, Fresno, Vegas. Carson City, Fresno, Lerner, Vegas. Lerner's in the middle of that Bermuda Triangle somewhere. Also, Vegas is 
far as fuck away from Carson City. Very. They're up. Yeah. Totally. Because I mean, like I've been to Reno and Vegas, and Reno is far as fuck away from Vegas. Oh yeah, but nothing compared to Carson City. Or, or I don't know what I'm talking about. Who knows? Let's see. Look it up, champ. Uh, Reno is. It turns out Reno. Whoops. Because I remember, I went to Reno when we were going okay. on vacation in Northern California. Reno is okay. I'm glad I looked this up when I was a kid. Reno is extremely far away from Las Vegas. Yeah, that's, it is Reno right is by Carson Nevada. City. Yeah. It's right by Carson City. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. Get a little Nevada geography lesson. <laughs> Turns out Con Air doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> From a geog- geography perspective only. Well, Just the geography. That's one of those things you can easily make make sense. That's so what I'm bothers saying, dude. Me. Yeah, some of that that's stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll give you the cabin of the plane is way too big, and none of the bullets seem to affect the uh, air pressure in the plane. Right. But at least don't drop Dave Chappelle's body in fucking Fresno (laughs) when your movie takes place in Lerner Airfield, Carson City, and Vegas. Right. Why the fuck are you in Fresno? (laughs) Is that where, like, the the headquarters were? I, I... I wish I knew why they were in Fresno. Have you ever seen the movie? It's not a remake, but it has the same Puppet Master. No, uh, I know what you're talking about. It's got though. the girl from Tommy Boy in it. Oh, really? Donald Sutherland is also in it. Uh, it takes place in Des Moines, Iowa, and Fresno, California, and they swap, Whoa. they switch, they make Fresno, or they make Des Moines Fresno. And then Des Moines is all like just country shots, like rural. Yeah. And it's like, all right. All whatever. right. <laughs> cool. There's like a site at one point, there's this, it's like, welcome to Des Moines. And it's like a barn. <laughs> I say a bunch of pigs underneath the sign. <laughs> yes. Great. Yes. Great. Yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, we should do that sometime, actually, for that very reason. Shoot our, we should shoot our own welcome to Des Moines tourist video. Yeah. What's happening in this movie? Um, Nobody cares. Con Air wins the end. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Cusack has arrived at Lerner Airfield. He goes into the radio tower. Radio guy. He dead. Amongst the 50 or so people. I think it's the actual number is like 43 people. Yeah, he's 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 another... Yeah. Member of the body count. Another casualty. Um, but now Con Air is arriving. Con Air is coming in for a landing. But, coming uh, in hot. The dildo guy from Fight Club is also landing. <laughs> that, is that who that was? <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, we never refer to it as your dildo. It's always a dildo or the dildo. <laughs> That's who it is. He's flying the other plane. coming. Wow, I did not Lerner make that Airfield. connection. Good He's job. also in the new commercial... For Geico or some shit. I recognize these guys. I don't know his name, but <laughs> it's funny because in life, I recognize. Well, in life, I recognize people as well. Do I know their names? Fuck no. 
You're a faces guy, not a name guy. I'm a names guy if they directed a movie, but otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, not so much. Is your name Joe Johnston? <laughs> or, or is it Joe Dante? Is it Joe Dante? <laughs> Did you direct Gremlins, motherfucker? <laughs> or Honey, one? I Shrunk the Kids? <laughs> Which one was it, bro? <laughs> Who are you? Uh, Captain America? We don't fucking know. Joe versus the volcano. Nope, it was neither of them. That's the best part. Nobody knows. You have to be listening to this podcast for a long time to know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. People are like, what kind of rant is this anyway? Shut up, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So this guy is also landing. So they have to pull the giant plane up to not hit this guy. Right. But he ditches his plane. His little Cessna. Before, yeah, yeah he, he jumps happen. out of it, mm-hmm. and it just keeps going, and he roll, ducks and rolls. Con Air comes down. Yeah. And then it comes down, goes back up, then comes back down, and now it's just kind of a wild ride. Out of control. Out of control, till they almost run into a giant propane tank. Always. But luckily, stop in the nick of time. Why you would have a propane tank? At the end of a runway? Seems like you're asking for trouble. <laughs> if you ask me, <laughs> that does seem that does seem an odd place for the biggest propane tank I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it did it did the plane did slide. Why for do a they while, need that much propane? It's not even that cold there. You know what? Where should we keep our propane? La, la, la. Let's see. How about right down there at the end of the runway? Yeah, like a oh, hundred yards past it. No, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You ever seen those videos of planes uh, overshooting the runway? <laughs> Fuck them. No, Who cares? No, yeah, those, that doesn't what? happen. You guys, you guys ever seen a movie before? <laughs> no? Okay. Seems, it seems like we could put it, uh, you know, vertically next to the runway. Right. Where rather no than chance. horizontally at the very end of it. Like a pillow for <laughs> right? an airplane yeah. to lay its head onto. <laughs> We're just the slightest... Dink! <laughs> would, would cause it to explode and kill everyone. Nah. <laughs> everyone on this godforsaken Air Force base. I mean <laughs> airfield. <laughs> yeah. And that is a godforsaken airfield. It's essentially a ghost town. <laughs> it, uh, it is With a... More, it's a junkyard slash airfield. <laughs> okay, here are, all the, here are all the things that I know are at this place. Mm. At... at the, at the Air Force Base. Yes. Okay. Uh, a, a runway. Yeah. A airplane graveyard mm-hmm. uh, that has that's basically two walls of uh, trashed airplanes and then yep. a a open street, if you will, going down yes, the middle. Yes, two perfect walls. And then there is a gas station and a diner. That is also true. Neither of which are open in any way. But the air the airfield is open. Because there was a guy at the radio tower, right. but he dead. Right. But he was working. So those are all things that are there. Yeah. Uh, the the great the plane boneyard. Plane graveyard. The boneyard. But also uh, w- several working vehicles. Right. That are just there, not being used. It's like my driveway of airfields. <laughs> just stacked up cars on each side. <laughs> yes, yes. Like a parting of the Red Seas. <laughs> Just jumped cars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a nonsensical place. It's uh, once it really again, is. it's a bit like Wonderland. <laughs> it is. Well, it's in it's in the Bermuda Triangle, which anything goes over there. Yeah. 
It takes longer to fly there than it does to drive, and when you get there, it has a a airplane boneyard and a diner and a gas station. Yeah. That it does, just in case some things need to blow up later. <laughs> just in case there's another place that has gas since the airplane's already in front of the propane yeah. tank. Yeah. Just in case. And airplanes, by the way, do not use gas or propane. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> they had a bunch of kerosene-fueled uh, yeah. old fighter planes there, I think. Um. They're waiting. They're looking for the drug dealer's plane. Did we discuss this yet? They're meeting another plane, supposedly, with the drug dealer they picked up at the previous stop, which we didn't really mention. Uh, I didn't. Which, I, I barely even caught that while I was watching. Is it even? It. In, is it? It's important. No, I guess. it's not. It's a chunk that they. It's important movie, to. This advance is a two-hour-long movie that needed to be an hour and a half. Eighty-seven minutes, even. This is a chunk that they could have lopped off. If they would have just done a little bit better writing, which they clearly did not do. I know I'm saying a lot here. Yeah. They just flat out refused to do. Um, so they have landed now and everybody's off the plane trying to working on their plans. Um, they need to dig out the plane because they're wondering where the other plane is. Right. That's the drug dealer's plane. Right. That's supposed to pick them up. Uh at this point, Bubba is really, really hurting for a squirting. He is really hurting for the squirting. Sweating. He is having a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you write that in the description of this. Is Bubba hurting for a squirting? <laughs> oh, he is. Big time. Of insulin. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, and... And our man Cameron Poe promises to go get him a needle because he's got the insulin is there. There's yeah, just he no has needle. And he promises to go get him one and tells Cyrus the virus that he's going to go get the fuel truck, which they never get, which never happens. Uh, no, it doesn't. Not even no, because they do end up flying the plane again without any added fuel. Uh, and they've landed. So Garland, Garland Green just walks away at this point. Right. Goes and meets up with a nice little girl in a pool, in an empty pool. Where was that girl? Where was that whole scene happening? She was, you know, it wasn't an Air Force base, but people lived nearby in dilapidated Even trailers. Even they said the there's no one or anything within. Anywhere. But there is a little girl hanging out in a pool. In an a empty, in a herself. creepy... Empty swimming pool. Yeah, having a party by herself. Yeah. I know. I, that's when I was watching it. I'm like, wait, did I miss something as to where they dropped Steve Buscemi off? No, he walked away. But he, then he walks back. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. He makes it back in time. Dave Chappelle didn't make it back in time, but Steve Buscemi no. did. Yeah, if you walk off the fucking screen of this movie, careful. You don't know what's going to happen, do you? It's a true story, bro. Um, so now all the peeps, all the bad guys, all the cons are digging the plane out. And the camera Yeah, pole, so the, the, yeah, the plane is sort of slid and is sort of uh, like slid into some dirt. 
in a lucky turn, a big pile of sand right before the giant horizontal propane tank. Yes. Yeah. So they've hooked up a bunch of chains and ropes, ropes. to it, and, and they're, they're getting a tractor. Right. Yeah. And that and so like twenty five guys in a tractor are, are pulling a giant old air cargo plane out yeah. of the dirt. And that's not quite happening yet, but who fucking cares? Well, that's what they do. And uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Nicholas Cage is going for the needle that he needs. And needle. The needle for fucking Bubba, who's her. Oh, the needle. Sport. Right, right. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but he is caught by some uh, drug dealer's henchmen yeah. on his way to do this. And as that happens, he he's kind of getting beat up, but then he beats them up. And we cut to Danny Trejo at the watchtower looking off into the distance. He's like, we got company. And you're like, oh, shit. And you can see them, and they're literally, like, I know if you're high up, and you're you on a flat far. desert, yeah, you can see people in the distance. But John Malkovich turns to Ving Rams and he says, how long? He's like, maybe 10, 12 minutes. We have the meats! <laughs> <laughs> the meats will arrive in 12 <laughs> yes. minutes. And 10 to 12 minutes from the distance they show on screen, I'm like, that, it would... That's a flat surface. Right. It would have to be 10 to 12 miles away. Yes. For it to be 10 to 12 minutes. And that's clearly not what was happening. They are not even they, a they mile seem away. to be like yeah, yeah. a couple minutes away, <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah. Like, they're going to be rolling yeah. in here in a couple minutes. So not only that, to ruin this movie, because I'm not, I'm going to skip off this once again. They have 10 to 12 minutes. The amount of shit they get done... And this 10 to 12 minutes is uh, remarkable. Yeah, they pop the trunk on the fucking airplane, get all the fucking guns out. They, they get, get all, all loaded out. up. They, they make a little... dig it out. Yeah, they dig it and pull, the, pull it out. John Malkovich has time to make yeah. a, uh, a model right. for a the ma- plan model of map. what they're going to do. The plan of attack. Where there is a can with wings, there is six Coca-Cola cans... And then a representation mm-hmm. of the wall of dilapidated planes. Right. There's a perfect map. And then one guy says, what's that? Because there's a rock. Right. Next to and one And John of the Malkovich says, that's a rock. As if to insult this guy. But if, if I was looking at this model and I said, you made all this shit and you left that rock right there, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. You left the rock. <laughs> this is just to point like, hey, guys, remember The Rock? That came out three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. Check this out. Yes. Or did Face Off come out before Face this? Off. Okay. Yeah. Right. But did The, the Rock, Rock come out? The Rock came out a year before this. Okay. It's weird that this movie that Face Off and Con Air came out within a month of each other. Yeah. That is some weird shit. Nicolas Cage became the king of the universe. Bananas, B A N A N A S. Is Alex too tired to do this? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. After he gets jumped by those guys, he stops Ving Rhames from killing the prison guards. No, no, this is earlier. Who? 
beats up Latinos. We should be at the point where like the the drug plane comes out, right? No, yeah. Uh, John Cusack pops out because he helps him after he gets jumped by the drug dealer henchman guys, and John Cusack asks Nicholas Cage. Yeah, this is when they meet, right? If he trusts them, they're pointing their He's guns like, at You're each Poe, other, right? right? Yeah. yeah, that's He's right. He's like, I'm gonna put my gun down. Are you? He's like, There's only no. two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other one ain't you. <laughs> like, all right, cool. great, yeah. And he explains uh, to he's like, I realize you're not such a bad guy. I talked to your wife. He's like, I know you're just always in the wrong place at the wrong time, right? And you weren't really. You got jumped by a guy that was trying to stab you, and then you murdered his. <laughs> I face. know, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying from, from the beginning. Yeah. The tractors and the peeps are pulling, <laughs> pulling the planes out. Um, the little girl and Garland back at the pool after they, right before they sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. She says, "Are you sick? You look sick." He's like, "I am sick." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah." But I'm not the kind of sick you can cure. That's not a good Steve Buscemi voice there. I just, which again, I just assume that's like, well, he's gonna go kill that little girl or do something terrible to her. Yep. That's that's totally what they want you to think. And then later you get a nice sense of relief and go, ah, he neither raped nor murdered this little girl. Thank fucking God. Yes. And it does give you like. Like, oh. Well, yeah, but do you get that? Because the girl seems to be really dumb and be like, "Hey, you want to play a game?" And he's like, uh-huh. he's "Being super creepy." And she's <laughs> yeah, like, and she's just like, "Yeah, I like." They you. make they make the serial killer sympathetic in this movie, which they is do. a very uh, strange. Which whatever, choice. as long I mean, it's a it's a movie about the it's the Suicide Squad. It's a movie about the bad guys. Okay, yeah. great. Except for the main good guy, who isn't a bad guy. Uh, I know, but I'm saying that. Like, I know what you're saying. Gabagoo. Um. So as these fellas, as these cons, as the, we like to call them, are pulling this plane out of the ground with the tractor and rope, uh, the drug dealer guy runs off. We've already gone through all this. No, we haven't. He runs off, and he runs into a uh uh uh. An airplane hangar, right. where his oh yeah his Sorry. own personal plane is waiting for him, and he gets in there, and he's like, "Let's go, motherfuckers!" Right, and they're off. Luckily, these busts out of the fucking real fast, like drives out through the door, yeah, of the hangar, yeah, of this wooden barn thing. <laughs> um, we're lucky that Larkin showed up because he manages to stop them with the crane. Yeah, as the he plane thinks, is driving down the street. Yeah, he uh, drops a crane on top of it, knocks the back half of the plane off. Yeah, which, by the way, so the crane comes down and like what it touches the plane and like the back half cracks off in a Later terrible in the effect. Later the plane gets chopped in half by a propeller going through it. <laughs> These planes are very fragile, except when it comes to gunshots. Yeah, they can take, they can handle quite a few gunshots. They can shots. handle a lot of gunshots, but uh, this little crane—if you bang on it, the back will fall done. off. Oh, like a it, like cracking like, oh, an egg. I thought the tail fin would fall off, but like it, like basically cuts the plane in half. Right, <laughs> yes. right. Not in half, into a third, a sizable. Yes, and it crashes. 
And also, the drug dealer guy was alone on this plane and flying it by himself, as far as I could tell. Uh, yes. Because the other two, the other, his henchmen had been murdered. Right. By John Cusack and Cameron Poe. Uh, so after the tail end of his plane gets knocked off, he happens to crash right into the gas station that is there inexplicably. Right. This, this is the other gas. Yeah. This it- isn't an air. This isn't an airplane fuel station. Nope. Just a this is a old, like an old 1950s <laughs> gas station with a diner in it. Rusted out. Still gas in the tank, though. Yep. No one has used this gas station in a very long time, but nope. it's still filled with gas. And you expect, you're like, wow, it's weird. There was not an explosion when this plane crashed into this gas station. Given this movie so far, I expected this to blow up. Yes. Well, it didn't blow up because we needed John Malkovich... And the drug dealer to speak to each other. Oh, right. And the drug dealer crawls out of the plane. He's like, he's like, Cyrus, I meant to come get you. Help me, please. Yeah, and like the the gas pumps have been knocked off, and they're yeah, shooting they're gas everywhere. Everywhere. And uh, Ving Rhames is smoking a cigarette, and Cyrus is like, Hey, takes a cigarette. Where's the where the meat's at? Yeah. Ving Ving, <laughs> Ving Rang like, flicks his. You are the meats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they you flick a cigarette. The and then dude is on fire. Second dude to be burned alive in this movie. Although, really, I think if you flick the old cigarette at a... I have there, a there, there, of, was, there was gas pumping out like crazy. Also... It was not a major explosion. It was a minor explosion. Also, best. I have a lot of problems with Mythbusters. Oh, Yeah. I do, and I often watch the show and went, you guys are, you aren't doing these things correctly, and you're supposed to be these fucking super geniuses, and I'm like, I watch the show and I'd be like, no, wrong. Right. But guess what doesn't ignite from a Gas. cigarette butt? It's yeah. not hot it, enough. It would just put it, uh, yeah. I know. You would have to like bend over and, and puff on it. Get a good and going. And then get your face burned off. Right. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Right. It does in every movie. That's it's such a great every action movie such that's a great, ever happened. Because you smoke cigarette and you flick it, you're like, yeah, fuck you. And, and walk you away and it. don't look Ding. at the explosion. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So drug dealer's dead and second plane has exploded. Con Air wins the end. Con Air wins. Nicolas Cage gets caught up in the explosion. He's like yep. diving out of the gas station because then... A, mo- a couple moments later, the whole thing does explode. Yes, and but now he's under a car, where he's there's an old also an uh, old man under there, a probably the guy that man. runs the old fashioned gas station that no one goes to. Yep, because no one lives there, or maybe they do. And he's it was a funny line too, where he's like, "I need a syringe." He's like, "Son, those drugs land you." Oh yeah, so it's like <laughs> it's like no old timer. No, timer. No, Grandpa. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he tells him there is he can find a syringe in the first aid kit that's in the uh, fire truck that's in the boneyard. Yeah. So not only are there, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. It's another operational vehicle for some reason, and so he do, he's going to the fire truck in the boneyard that is also in this weirdly open space. It's right. and he tries to crack it open with the, uh, like a fence post thing. It's hard. It's a big hunk of metal. It breaks in half the first time. Yeah, 
and then it doesn't. Um, and meanwhile, Larkin, John Cusack, is in a dump truck with a bulldozer front. What do you, a steam shovel? Well, yeah, see, because the army guys have come through, and the yes. fight is happening in the bone. In the well, those army alleyway. guys get blown the fuck right. up. Right again, the 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 regular United States military people in a Bruckheimer movie are caught between Expendable. the good guys and the bad government guys. Yeah. So they're all getting lit up, John, and then uh, John Cusack comes in with a. The, this is the trap that was explained to us with models right, earlier. Right. In very so they're, yeah, they're in great just, detail. They're just light. In, they had a bunch of propane tanks. <laughs> yes. I mean, they would have killed those guys all completely quick. And I mean, they were opening a bunch of propane tanks. Right. Because there's also, at this unused- There's a lot of propane out there. At this unused there. airfield, there's a, just a shitload of full propane tanks that they can just open up. Propane and propane accessories. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Bobber. <laughs> yeah yeah uh so he manages to hotwire this uh 50 year old dump truck with the bulldozer front right that's and gets to lead the remainder of the troops that weren't killed in an explosion because as he drives down the little quote street that i say everyone sh- you see bullets flying off the yeah. Off the front of this bulldozer right, thing. because that's what they're all aiming but at. But they're not going through the window where he's driving, where he can like keep popping up and looking. Right. And everyone is... Aim for now. the plow blade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A plow blade, actually. But except for they're in fucking... Uh, they're at Lerner Airfield in somewhere in Nevada or California. <laughs> it doesn't snow that much there. I don't know why they need this plow blade. That makes a bulldozer... What the fuck am I talking about? They would have shot that guy. John Cusack would have been shot in the head immediately. (laughs) Um, So that's happening. Larkin in the bulldozer dump truck. Trejo is going to rape Lady Guard. Lady Gargard? Lady Gargard. But Bubba is not having that. He is hurting for a squirting. He is hurting for a squirting. Worse than ever. Yeah, he's Worse than ever. But he is not. And he's crawling on a stomach. His friend, the lady guard, he will not tolerate her being raped by Danny Trejo, which is nice of him. But I don't know what he thinks he's going to do because he's crawling there. All Danny Trejo has to do is turn around and kick him in the face. (laughs) Yeah, if that. that's it. In fact, he doesn't. He doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do anything. He literally would. If he wants to just. Stop listening to him whining about needing about yeah. hurting for a squirting. Yeah, you turn around, punch him like a football, right, like right in the face. <laughs> yes, and Bubba is yes. dead again. But luckily, our man Poe pops in for the rescue and punches old Trejo in the face and uh, handcuffs him to the ceiling. Yeah. But now uh, people are getting back on the plane. Right, because there are. See, to me. When you watch this, if you if you haven't seen it before or if it's been a while, I remember that it ended in, in Las Vegas. But at this point, it seems like the end of the movie. Yeah. And it makes sense. We should, we're reaching the climax of the movie. Oh, we're... No. There's, there's t- not as much left as you feel like there is. Uh, but there's also every moment of the end of this movie feels like it's the end and then it isn't. Right. Which makes it seem so long. There's something to be said for brevity when uh, when it comes to, like, that's like, dude, 
not to completely change the subject. It's okay. But I'll the, allow it just this one. The third Lord of the Rings. Uh, okay, yep. Return of the King. Uh-huh. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. And it was all like, Gandalf! Like, okay, we got it. All right. <laughs> like, this is over now, right? There. When is the orgy between these little people... <laughs> What is that kicking yeah, off? <laughs> isn't that what's about to happen? And you think it ends like 15 times and it never fucking ends. And yep. I was like, all right. Get to- this movie is right up there with Return of the King. <sighs> get Return get fucking King. going. Yes. Just uh, get me to the end, please. Also, the end of this movie is... I'm still sold on it, kind of. You're kind of unselling me. Because the end of this movie is so goddamn ridiculous that it makes the rest of the movie seem less ridiculous. It, they, uh, yes, they go for it. Yeah. They, they go all in uh, on the ridiculousness. So, as everyone's getting back on the plane, um, Nicolas Cage has anchored the back end of the plane to a giant boulder. A boulder or a stump? Uh, it was a pole or, or a, a stump. building. He put it around like a pole. Yeah, but it's a very, it's a massive thing. Like, yeah, it would stop this plane from taking off. Yes, because they're trying to, and it is stopping them. And John Malkovich is shooting at this thing like nobody's business. Yeah, he's, with yeah, shot out of the back of the plane. He's like, oh, he sees what's happening, and it finally comes loose. Like the pole basically basically breaks and it comes off this. Yeah, and so this uh, this chain, this hook, yeah, on this hook on giant the fat rope, right? Like the fattest rope you've ever seen, right? Flopping around all over the place, goes into the garage where Larkin has parked Cole Meany's car, and it Ass manages kicker. to uh, wriggle its way around and catch the front axle of this '68 Corvette. Perfect, perfectly. And it is now being drug along with the plane. Through the air. Through the air. Once they take off. And it gets driven through, not driven through, flown through the radio tower, shoots right. off, crashes in front of them, right? Aren't they all kind of looking at this? Yes. They're like, isn't that your car? Yeah, I was like, uh... And how they ended up near where the car falls doesn't make... They were, uh, it was on the airfield. Just close enough, you know. They're all there. Yeah, they're on the it was Air Force so base. So high up when they show it flying. Oh, it there. is far and gone. It is too high. Yeah. to be anywhere near the it's air. Like, the airfield. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. But then when it falls and goes through the tower, it lands right in front of them, and uh, Colmini is not pleased by this. Right. And he tries to suppress his Irish accent as much as he possibly can, and. Get real mad at John Cusack. (laughs) 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 So now they're back on the plane. And we do see now that the little girl is alive that Garland Green was talking to. We already discussed this, but. Yep. Alive and well. Somehow. She ain't. Great. Not not a hair on her head is touched. Which is a great relief because you didn't know if that was going to be the because I remember watching this in the theater and being like, Jesus God, I know. Please don't. I was fifteen and I was like, don't let this be a thing that's about to happen. Yeah, this fun right. action movie. Right. Jesus Christ. 
another fun line from the movie. Now that they're back in the air, they're dancing to Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. And Garland Green. Steve Buscemi says, uh, a bunch of idiots dancing on a plane to a band made famous dying on a plane crash, which is kind of scary. But only like half of them died on the plane crash. Yeah. The rest the main, of them are fine. You know, the lead singer. <laughs> the rest of the Van Zants. Who gives a shit about them? I also, <laughs> have you seen them recently? They look no. fucking terrible. Well, they look I, like they, sure. They're all rich motherfuckers. Don't look like this. Look like a n- normal person. You aging rock stars with your bleached white hair. Ugh. Gotta, gotta be cool. It's not cool. They think it's cool. <laughs> I watched the docu. I watched the Leonard Skinner documentary on Showtime or whatever, and I was like, Leonard Skinner was fuck. I, I, they have a lot of good music. Oh yeah, you I forget. love some southern rock. Uh, but them, the the remainder of them that didn't die in the plane crash. The rest of the Skinners. Whew. Mama seat. <laughs> Take it easy. Like this, uh, this white mullet really isn't doing it for you. And your you're Hawaiian seventy-seven shirt. years yeah. old. Oof. Yeah. Um. John Malkovich is now aware that they've been double-crossed. Said, uh. Someone alerted the authorities. Oh, right, yeah. Tied a rope to a rock. Whatever. <laughs> right. And uh, Bubba, I guess. So Bubba is standing next to Poe. And, yeah. and because. And John Malkovich. He, John Malkovich is, is going to shoot Lady Guard. Lady Gargard? Lady Gargard. <laughs> yes. But then B- Bubba steps in and goes, man. I am hurting for a squirting so bad. Just go ahead and kill me. He's got the squirting now. I did it. No, no. Oh yeah, no. He got the squirting. He did get. That's the why because he was standing up and was yeah. actually normal. So that and he was like, "You've been on the verge of death this whole time, and you did this." And then he shoots him. So right on, right like then and there. Who does he shoot? He shoots Bubba right in the gut. Oh, that's right. And you he think he's die. dead? Yeah. But he, then you're like, oh, I was he's like, not wait, dead. he doesn't die, right? Oh. That's fucking hol- what kind. Of- they're selfless, and then there's just you're just being dumb. That part was dumb, right? Beyond dumb, right? What was he gonna do? <laughs> either way, he know he already knew it was Poe, right? Why didn't he just shoot him right then? He's been suffering this whole time. He should be like, I'm not getting no. He literally I. says, "You've been on the verge of death this whole time, and you did this, right?" And then he shoots him just to like punish Poe, and Poe's like, "Now wait a minute," and you're like. Why didn't you just shoot him in the fucking face? <laughs> <laughs> why did you? You're willing you to shoot people. Time? Yes. So you've shot many people. Whatever. You love killing people. You've killed people for less. You brag I'm sure. about it. Yeah. Uh. And the, after he shoots Bubba, he reads the letter. So yeah. he's so fully aware <laughs> that he could have just killed Cameron Poe right then and there. Uh, Con Air wins the end. Exactly. But he's like, he's like, July 14th, it's my birthday, daddy. Yeah. Like, hey, daddy, July 14th, July 14th, birthday, daddy, coming home, July 14th. You're like, what the fuck? Okay. Why are you? Sh- so you shot the other guy <laughs> for... Just to make a point to the guy that will eventually kill you, obviously. Right. Perfect. Good job. Yeah. Well written, yet again. 
<laughs> real. It's a real thinker. Yeah. It sure is. Uh, movie, this uh, Con Air. It's a real thinker. It really is. <laughs> it's a real. That's why they named it after a hairdryer. Uh, now they're being pursued by helicopters, one of which is being flown by John Cusack. Yep. One of which uh, Cole Meany is a uh, passenger in and telling them to fire on incessantly. Because that's how it works. Just keep fire, fire. He's like all about it, all about it. And then John Cusack tells the other guy in the other not Apache helicopter to right. get in front of them. To prevent them from firing at it. And then he's like, arm the missiles. But then Poe beats his way to the cockpit. He's like, do you believe in God? I'm about to prove that he's real. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, right? <laughs> Finally, something worthwhile in this podcast. That was good. <laughs> uh, and he does. He beats his way to the front yep. and gets to the cockpit, locks the doors behind him. He's like, this is Poe. You're like, all right, man. And he's like, cease fire, John Cusack. Yeah. Cease fire. And and it takes, there's about 45 seconds where Irish guy. He's lo- keeps locking on. Yeah. And he's like, uh, uh. He's like, he's like, cease fire. Cease fire. Cease. So they're not going to fire on right. him. They may continue their journey. To Vegas. To Vegas. Which is in the complete opposite direction they were Why going. Why were they going to Vegas? <laughs> Why were they going to Lerner or Fresno? They are all going to go their separate ways. They weren't. They were all going to get on the drug dealer's plane. Oh, yeah. I guess that's why they went there. So why were they going to Las Vegas? So Nicholas uh, Cage go drink himself to death? That's. I was thinking about how many movies... With Nicolas Cage and Honeymoon Las in Las Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas is a funny fucking movie. James Caan, mobster movie. guy. Mm-hmm. It's basically an indecent proposal, but humorous. I'm going to inhale, Alex. <laughs> and exhale. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Vegas movies for old Nicolas Cage. <laughs> this weird. was... Not the first one. This was. They also. I don't know if this is entirely accurate. In the end of this movie, they crash a plane into the sands, and I think they actually kind of did it because it was like the week that they were blowing yes, up that's, the sands. That's right. Yeah, that pl- I, this. <laughs> they land. Not it, the cut to the end, but they land. They don't land on the strip. They land in Fremont, the old Las Vegas area. Uh. And it makes sense because they were going to detonate the sands like a week after they made this movie. So they're like, oh, well, let us come in and yeah. blow our plane up there because yeah. it was already already. And apparently they used a shitload of cameras. They're like, fuck it. We're right. going to record yeah. them blowing up yep. this hotel. Yep. It was a cool. I mean, it was a cool scene. That scene is fucking sweet, dude. This is where but the boy, movie they pays sure off did. for me because it's ridiculous. And the car behind the plane, <laughs> like a bunch of stuff in this movie is so insane. That this movie knew what it was. It was just too much. In the I it, disagree. In the end, it was just too much. Are we gonna end it? Or are we we're gonna? No, we're I mean gonna, we're okay. we're coming through we're here. On. We are. Um. Uh. Holy fire! Yeah. Uh, Cole Meany does finally say not to fire on the plane. The lady guard hits Cyrus, knocks mm-hmm. him out. Yep. Temporarily. 
with a gun where why she didn't shoot him you know hey go ahead and shoot like crazy inside the plane not going to cause the, <laughs> yeah. the plane also the plane, any sort of he's problem. killed so many people including many of your friends like you yeah, can probably fucking, shoot him don't worry about it so knocking him out with the butt of a gun yeah just is, shoot him yeah especially given you know the tone of this movie right like go ahead and kill the worst guy <laughs> maybe there's a couple other worst guys so we won't even miss yeah. you uh, so now they they they're gonna have to land. There's got they're an engine down, at least one engine down, or yeah. maybe they only have one engine. I don't remember. Oh, they're, that's why they had to go. They, I don't know where they were going. Maybe back to Carson City for all I know. But they well, they up, were going. They have to land in Vegas. They had to. They had nowhere and else to go. They were supposed to land at the airport, but they're the dude uh, MC Ganey is like Swamp Thing. He's like. <laughs> We ain't landing at the airport. Like That's we're right. dropping faster than we're supposed to. We got an engine down, or we only have one engine. I don't remember which. Right. And they're dropping faster than they're supposed to. He's like, we're landing on the strip. Right. And by the word land, I mean crash. Right. Which is fun, fun for him to say. I like that guy. Hey, breakdown. You ever see that movie? Yeah. Surprisingly good. Yeah. So intense. <laughs> Much better than this. Much more well written <laughs> than Con Air. Oh, a thousand times. It's breakdown is so surprisingly good. Not to break down, breakdown, but uh, <laughs> we always. Oh, I know we have before. We should one of these days. Yeah, another Kurt Russell movie. Have we done a Kurt Russell movie? The, the thing. thing. Yes, and so that's the only one. I'm pretty sure that's it. I think that's it. I haven't done Overboard yet. Overboard would also be good. Overboard, man. I would have a lot to say about Overboard. <laughs> Overboard gets uh, real great. Did we do Overboard? Nope. We Seems yeah. like we have. It does. The last time I watched Overboard, I was like, man, this movie is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel this movie. We'll add that to the list. Yeah. Um, as they're crash landing and like shaking through the air and sort of they've hit the ground, uh, John Malkovich, Cyrus the Virus, has a gun to Cameron Poe, Nicolas Cage's head, and he's like, the last thing Casey Poe will ever smell is my stinking breath. Not a good John Malkovich impression, just me speaking dramatically. <laughs> I'm not I'm not an impressions guy, Alex, that's you, baby. I know, boy. I know. Uh but as that's happening, because I watched this part, and I looked down to take a note, and then I looked up, and I was like, how did they get separated from each other? Well, they hit the ground, a propeller comes off of the plane, right, and then splits the plane in half right between them. Yes. So they are now separated. It flies right through, yeah. And it's, it's worked out quite well for both of them, really. Yeah. In the end. Not in the very end, but at this point in time, they're both kind of lucky right. to have been separated from each other. In order to not murder each other, uh, they end up landing in the sands. We just said this. Yep. Sands right. Casino. Yeah. Right before, a week before in real life, they were going to blow the whole fucking thing up. And there's a bunch of crazy sparks and shit that come out of there. Uh, I hate in movies where they have an explosion and it's like. The sparks. Hey, fireworks are, li- are an explosion, aren't they? And it's like, no, they're not. In Michael Bay movies. Oh, in man. movies produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Yes, the, the fireworks that count. shoot off sparks yeah. equals explosion. Or pre explosion, explosion. Right. Or post. 
Pew! <laughs> yes. Or, or yes. Or post explosion, yes. that's when the sparklers start going. You know, if you've ever been in an explosion, you know how it is. The explosion happens, and then sparkler fireworks go off at different points around where the explosion was. That's just how it works. And this is where I noticed uh, Cusack lands the Apache helicopter right outside of the sands. And I'm like, oh, in a very this like. This guy is a U.S. Marshal with the shittiest car anyone has ever seen. Right. But he he's can really pilot. smart. He wears sandals and he knows how to fly an Apache helicopter. But the scene where so he's he... actually the guy from Gross Point Blank. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if he decided to become a U.S. marshal instead of an assassin, went the other way. Yes. Also, him in several movies where he's like the smartest guy, right. in the room. When he lands that helicopter, it's hilarious because they obviously didn't have a helicopter in the budget, yeah. so it's a very tight shot of this very fake cockpit. cockpit. Yeah. And then he gets out, and and it's like, oh, dude. Apparently, John Cusack hated this movie so much, he won't even do interviews about it. Well, that's a smart move. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, it is funny to me. Um, I thought I would like this movie a lot more. That you, It depends. It all depends on your mood, baby boy. This just hit me. Everything just looks so cheap and fake and dumb. It, it, it's 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 that it has Corvette a, flying through the air. The well, no, there were good parts. I'm not saying there weren't good parts. But uh, this, who, this, I mean, Nicolas Cage. Period looks cheap and fake and dumb. <laughs> Although ripped. This movie, <laughs> it, it's it has the problem we've had lots of other movies where it's one of the first ones, and then so many caricatures are made of it that it just looks stupid when you see it. But it's the original. Original of what? Well, I mean, it's it's the completely out of control, over the top action hero movie. Yes. Uh, just like so out of control. In fact, at one point in this movie, I believe Nicolas Cage says, I'm going to save the fucking day. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. While his hair is blowing yes. in the breeze. <laughs> Exhale. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plane crashes. Conair wins the end. Yeah, not quite, my friend. Not Take quite. Take me to Sarah Conair. <laughs> I'm looking for Sarah Conair. <laughs> I was told she was here. Have you seen her, please? <laughs> I'm looking for Sarah Conair. I'm sorry. Visiting hours are over. <laughs> Sarah Conair. Um... Cyrus, we saw the plane split in half. We thought maybe he was dead. He's still alive. Comes out the bottom of the back of the plane somewhere. Um, and he crawls, going to do something. Cut back to the inside of the bigger part of the plane. Danny Trejo hanging there. Uh, turns out he dead, and his arm fell off. Yes. And I will say that was a very realistic looking fake arm. Hey, what well you buy you don't even know what's off of him until they move and, him. No, but yeah, then you're yeah. like, oh shit. Like, good, that was good straight job. out of that was straight yeah. out of head chunks right there. <laughs> arm chunks. With three Z's. Um So that we you think this is another part where you think the movie may be over. Yeah. Even though uh, you saw Cyrus get out of the bottom of the plane, so you know it's not over. You just kind of wish it was. Yeah, this plane has lots of perfectly placed hatches on the bottom yeah. of it for dropping people. Um, out of. The lady guard kisses Poe. 
she says whatever she says. I don't know what she says. Lady Gagard. Lady Gagard. I'm on the house on Jimmy's and Dawn. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a Lady Gaga song. I love that one. Hasahima <laughs> song. Yeah. Right? That was really good. Man, I'm on top of my game. That tonight. one and Poker Face. <laughs> po- 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 poker Face. Po- po- poker Face. I'm on the house Perfect. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I got Perfect. it. You knew. You, you knew. are an impressionist you knew guy. What I was talking about. I'm of I'm voices, all right? Don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> I got characters. Okay. Uh but now Cyrus has moved his way to a fire truck also containing MC Ganey and Ving Rames. Uh, MC Ganey is driving the fire truck. Cyrus is on the ladder. This point when Cyrus is on the ladder. And Ving Rames is on the back of the truck. Okay. Yes. Uh, now, Poe and Larkin, Poe and Larkin, Nicholas Cage, and John Cusack, they're bros now. Right. And they see this fire truck driving away, and I believe Poe says, Cyrus. And they hop on a couple of police motorcycles and chase the fire truck. And th- yeah, at this point, I'm like, please be over. I will agree with you. Please there. be over. Yeah. They chase. Although there's some fun stuff that happens because they are chasing this fire truck on their police motorcycles. They both. Uh, Ving Rhames loses his life. He loses the meats. <laughs> I lost the meats <laughs> because uh, because. Nicholas Cage jumps from his motorcycle onto the ladder, and for some reason his motorcycle speeds up and crashes directly into Ving Rhames on the back of the fire truck. Right. Why it would accelerate after he jumps off of it, hey, I don't know, but it did. And then it explodes, and now- uh, The reality would be the motorcycle would- Crash. Would just fall down. Or go straight for a little while and tip over. Because I used to push my bike with no one riding it. Ghost riding is what we used to call it. Of course. But it didn't speed up. And it did not, more importantly, explode. (laughs) That is also true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Ving Rames Rames lost exploded by a police motorcycle. He found the meats. He is the meats. (laughs) I am the meats. I am the meats. (laughs) (laughs) I'd eat Ving Rames. (laughs) <laughs> I would too, I think. I he's... <laughs> Never mind. Okay. I'm not going to... I'm done with that one. Okay. So now uh, Cameron and John and Cyrus the Virus are fighting on the ladder. Cameron is under it. Cyrus is on top of it. And he's got a fire hook thing yes. that he's stabbing through. The bottom of the ladder. And he has the world's worst aim with this thing. And Nicolas Cage is trying to grab it. And this takes way too long. No shit. It takes, it's like he keeps stabbing and he's stabbing. He's doing a terrible job at stabbing. And Nicolas Cage is doing a terrible job at grabbing it. He keeps missing it. He keeps stabbing it. And it's like, get, just fucking move When you guys get along. it together, yes. yeah, please. It did not have to take that long. And I don't even remember what he does. Eventually, grab it. He breaks it in half, 
and then stabs Cyrus in the ankle. Right. And he's like, ah! And he's very hurt, but not hurt enough that he can't walk, even though he was just stabbed in the ankle with a piece of wood. Nicolas Cage gets on top of the ladder with Cyrus, and they do a little fisticuffs, whatever, and eventually Nicolas Cage gets him down, hooks him so he's attached to the ladder in some way. I don't know what he did it with. The hose? Handcuffs? I don't fucking know. It's a fire truck. There's hooks all over, you know? Hook yeah. and ladder. He's he's hooked to the ladder. And <laughs> Nicolas Cage, who hasn't killed anyone really on purpose for the whole movie. He has, he has killed some people. He shoved that guy's nose up into his brain, and but Billy, only because he had to. Billy the bunny guy, he killed that guy. Yeah. But he accidentally dropped him onto a propane pipe that was... A natural gas leak. He didn't start the fight. Billy Badass did. He, he finished it. He didn't start the fire. That guy kept fighting, <laughs> and then he's dying. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he did kill that guy. And now he's just raising Cyrus up on the top of this ladder as, the, right. as MC yep. Ganey is still driving the truck, driving the fire truck. And John Cusack is trying to break into the top of it with a fire axe. And he finally does. He's like, stop the truck. And MC Ganey is like, or he tells him to pull over. And he's like, like this? <laughs> and starts swerving all over the place. And you're like, oh, see, this guy's Smart. got the brains. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the brains. <laughs> but uh, John Cusack also has the brains. He knows how to fly helicopters. He grabs True. a fire hose from this fire truck and aims it into the front of the fire truck and turns it on and fills that fire truck up with water. The fire truck? The fryer truck. That's that's the name of my... Uh, Does it, did MC Ganey drown? I don't know. I think he did. I don't remember. I At this point, I was like... How is a, how is a fire truck that's in the middle of a chase have water to fill up? Anything. Oh, the fire trucks have water in them. No, they don't. They do. They Not have a limited one. amount of water. Oh, really? They do. They have a tanks in case there, there was a fire. In case MC Ganey doesn't have the meats. MC Ganey. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because uh, my DJ name is MC Graney. Pretty close. MC Grain. I like to DJ a lot of wheat parties. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My man Alex Carter, Classic. his family used to build carts. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Makes you wonder about other families with, with different names, you know? <laughs> it truly does. God, like the go. Dickinsons, for example. Oh, no. Do you not? No, Alex, God damn it. Now I'm going to have to write a new joke. <laughs> 10,000 people are going to hear this bullshit. Um,. Yeah, hose in the cab. Curus Guftu. <laughs> Good note. Curus Guftu. Yeah, that's how, that's how uh, the movie I'm ends. I'm tr- actually trying to figure out Curus. Oh, Cyrus is cuffed to the ladder. He was handcuffed to the ladder. All right. Handcuffed. Ladder is raised up. Uh, he hits a skywalk in Vegas. When the ladder, the ladder from the fire truck that oh, Cyrus right. is attached to is fully raised up, he hits the skywalk, doesn't get killed by that, flies through it. I thought that it would break the skywalk thing. It didn't. It just made him launch through it. Right. And the ladder broke. And everyone within the skywalk sure the physics is okay. The physics were 
completely <laughs> and fully incorrect, <laughs> as they were throughout the entire movie. Right. Sure. Uh, so he flies through that and then lands, and for some reason there's some kind of pounding metal oh, compressor yeah. thing. Right, because they're in, I mean... They're in Nevada. They're in Las Vegas. You have to drive a long time to be out to of see Vegas. See an oil field thing, right? And also, why this thing is going dunk, dunk on a flat surface where it's supposed to be? He goes up like a garbage chute, not a chute, like a belt. Yeah, a belt where garbage is being incinerated or crushed, like the one in Mannequin. Yes, very <laughs> much so. And then he falls, and he has time enough to look up. And be fully aware that thing is about to come down and crush his head. And he Instead of just doesn't going move. yoink and quickly moving his Instead head. Instead of where, you know, if I think, like if there's a bee in my car, right? guess how fast I'm moving. Pretty quick. Fast enough that I'm probably going to crash and die. Right. But not from the bee. <laughs> that's the important part. I'm dodging part. that fucking bee. <laughs> if I see a thing that's about to crush my face and I'm still conscious. and I, I got move two, pretty quick. I got two seconds. Guess what? I can make that happen. Things aren't going to crush my face. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Unless it's a dick that I'm pretending I don't want to crush my face. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Unless it's Alex Carter's dick. Bingo. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that is how uh, that ends. That, his head gets crushed in a... In a dunk. Bink. Yeah. It's a thing making it going kink. Yeah. Kink. Kink. Right. So that's is, not quite two seconds. It's long enough. It's if you plenty can look up long. and see it coming it's down, plenty long. you would move your fucking ass. Right. But you would also be dead from flying through the skywalk already. Very true. Maybe his neck was broken. We don't fucking know. That's what I'm going to say. He could look up and see it. it didn't but his matter. neck was broken. Yeah. He couldn't move. Yeah. That's not. His I'm not going to give this movie that much credit. Actually, don't. Um. So yeah, finally Cyrus is dead, and now uh, Nicholas Cage and Cusack are back together, chilling. Says so now, now there's three men I trust. Am I one of them, Nicholas Cage? No. <laughs> Who's the meats guy? <laughs> <laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> um, and also now, uh, John Cusack and Cole Meany are great buds because everything worked out right. And he says, "Glad we didn't shoot it down," which is a funny line. Glad we didn't shoot it down. And John Cusack is like, "Yeah, this worked out much better. Just a bunch of dead civilians, right?" Destroyed. We don't know about them. And <laughs> they made a point to not show that happening, except for there's... as How long is that scene of the plane <laughs> skidding along the Las Vegas Strip? Oh. It's like three minutes. It's like driving down the Strip. <laughs> yeah. It's not losing momentum. No, not until the very end. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's seems to, it seems to gain momentum. Yes. It seems to gain momentum, yes. even though it's cutting through buildings yes. and... Towers and poles and cars. Parts of it are flying all over the place. Right. 
but its it, own propeller chopped it, it, it the plane. It takes half. quite a tour of uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> it's snapping pictures as it goes along. You know? Oh, <laughs> they do have the meats. <laughs> uh, oh, so they, it ends when uh, guess who's on the scene? Nicholas Cage's wife and daughter. Oh yeah, he finally gets to see his daughter. I avoided you for ten years. He did. He wouldn't let she her. Just stares at him. She like she, actually that was seemed accurate, especially if he looks like a bloody fucking weirdo. And she's like, "Are you my dad? You are gross." Yeah, but his, his <laughs> wife is also like, "Hi," like he's, like she's embarrassed to be there. Like, hey. Well, he could have got off the plane, but he didn't. Like a fucking asshole. Well, yeah, but then she saw. She he also wh- could have not murdered that guy <laughs> earlier in the movie. <laughs> yes, could have avoided the fight altogether. She must have. By she, just leaving. She, I think she just chose not to testify on his behalf. She's like, she I, also I spent don't seven talk years not getting any, as far as we know, just like waiting for Nicholas Cage's dumbass to get out of prison. <laughs> yeah. So again, so I don't know why she wasn't even a little bit excited to see him. She's just like, hi. Yeah. Even though he, he she just witnessed oh, him hi. going on a tour in a in a airplane down yeah. the strip in Las Vegas. I was hoping you were going to die on that plane. <laughs> I. Th- I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna die. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. <laughs> also, this is the meats guy's daughter. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. He had the meats. <laughs> he had the meats. <laughs> uh, I did think it was caught. Con- also, how do I live without you? Is the song played twice in this movie. It's from this movie. I totally it forgot. It got nominated that. for an Oscar. I totally forgot about it. Sang by that. a 14 year old Leanne Rhymes. Yep. That was her first Weird. big song. I completely forgot that that was a part. I would never Written, have guessed. I didn't think, even at the time, I was like, holy fucking shit. This song was made for this movie. Right. It got nominated for an Oscar and a Razzie. Yeah, for best worst and song worst. and best song kind of fun didn't win didn't win didn't win didn't win either one win. didn't win either win so that movie cost 75 million that's i said uh, he also said i meant to get a haircut i'm sorry <laughs> casey i got you a present and he tries to hand her this fucking <laughs> raggedy ass fucking Bunny. rabbit doll and she's like and she's like oh mommy gross <laughs> yeah. make the make the man go like, away i don't want the meats <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was like don't give that thing up bro you didn't have to bring that yeah you didn't have to do that and it just made it weird even within the context of this weird ass movie trying to hand her this busted up bloody rabbit doll is a weird fucking thing to do she needs her rabbit I'm sorry, Ron. Here's your rabbit. Uh, mm. Con Air. Con Air. I love, I will say, I do love a classic ending sequence. A classic uh, cast ending sequence where it's like smiling at the camera. Oh, where it's a candid thing of them and the. Being like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Predator, right? It doesn't happen often. It's and great. It, I always and the, like. And that. also, this one, they if it, it feels, I don't know what the order, the significance of the order of the cast was, but Nicolas Cage was like last. Cole Meany was first. Even his daughter 
the girl that played his daughter was before him and his wife. Did you watch the end sequence? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't. Let's yeah. see the order. I was like, is this? It's not alphabetical. It's not order of appearance. It's just like, hey, Nicholas Cage is last. Yeah, that makes sense. But otherwise, no. That was interesting. Not much in that movie. An made interesting sense, choice. So. No, yeah, I loved fit. it. I can't recommend this movie. I can. Only purely if you like want to watch something that's really dumb and crazy Fuck from the nineties, yes. but not in the real good way. I don't know. Maybe you I'm... like Mannequin in a dumb way, right? Yeah, it was good. Mannequin. This was just. <laughs> it was good. Well, you know, how is it was, this? It, worse? I could enjoy it. This you was... couldn't enjoy it. I think you're in a bad mood today. No, not at all. Uh, it was there was just so much. And Nicolas Cage was so distracting to look at. <laughs> yes. That's kind of the best part of it, though. Well, honey. I Maybe if I was in a different you. mood, I could just go with it more for pure com- for, for I thought I was going to like this like I liked The Rock. The Rock kind of, like I enjoyed watching I like The Rock. I like this better than The oh, Rock. man. Is that weird? I think so, because that's. Uh, Sean Connery is in The Rock, though, so that's sort of. But. The Rock, also Ed Harris, but I think I like this better than The Rock, because The Rock makes less sense than this. Oh, The Rock makes great sense compared to this movie. No they're very similar plots. Way. Well, they're, no, not, they're not. I mean, they're very similar They're similar movies. points. Yeah. yeah. They're very similar movies. The plots are not yeah, similar. That is weird, right? Like, they are very similar weird. movies. Yeah. They, they're very much in the Michael Bay vein. The Jerry Bruckheimer, Michael Vane. Oh, Michael Bay Vane. Michael Bay Vane. Michael Bay Vane. Michael Bay Vane. No, it, they it, like this is like this is the jumping the shark for them, isn't it? Big time. But I think they knew it was. I mean, you call a movie Con Air. They, I feel like they knew it going in, and that's why I give it a, a pass. I know what Childhood you're not ruined. And also, we watch this because I own it. And you own a bunch of shit. Air Force One. Uh, everyone does. Because <laughs> I like to get to I haven't watched my Air, Air Force, Force One in a while. Get off my plane! Stupid Harrison Ford punches. There are so many of them in Air Force One. Harrison Ford punches. The rear and back. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The socks with the, the slow <laughs> cock back, and then <laughs> yes. talk the about see, body, talk about seeing yeah. something coming a mile away. Yes. Harrison Ford punches. He telegraphs. Is, do you think this guy's gonna punch me? Oh yeah, he hold on. He's he co- leaned back. Yeah, all he the way leaned to the back, and he he's, he's cocked his fist so far back. I don't know what he's waiting for. Oh, here it comes. Is he a human slingshot? I think he is. All right. Well. I thought I was gonna like that more. I did not. I thought you would like it more as well. I was surprised. Uh, I found the whole thing a little. Nicholas Cage is freaky ripped. He is. He's distracting to look at in this movie. His hair, his muscles, his, his stupid. And his face does not match. He's sort of like a Vin Diesel thing, where like Vin Diesel, where you're like, oh, Vin Diesel's fucking ripped. Why does he have this weird fat face? Uh- like, <laughs> oh, because he does steroids. That's why. But <laughs> right. The Rock doesn't have a weird fat face. Uh uh-uh. uh Vin Diesel does though. Vin Diesel's got a weird double chin thing going on at all times. And the world's deepest voice. But why do you look like that, Vin Diesel? Also, what race are you? (laughs) 
So many questions for Vin Diesel. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any Vin Diesel answers right now. Hey, I'm Vin Diesel. Nobody knows. Am I white or am I black? I don't know. Do you? I'm not a giant. I'm Groot. Nailed it. Yeah, I did fucking nail it. All right, guys, we have the meats. We have the meats. <laughs> um. Uh, Alex would say it ruined his childhood. Yep. Did, okay, the first time you watched it. I never loved this movie. I never loved it. I never disliked it. Uh, uh, I'm, I. This also came at an important time in my life when I sort of felt like I was 15, maybe 16. Mm -hmm. And this is when I was starting to experience all of the action movies I had not like I would say that started at like thirteen, where I started watching all of the rated R movies. Ah, uh, I hadn't seen. Gotcha. You're like it's go time. All these crazy rated R action movies that I couldn't watch that my dad fucking loved, and I was like, oh, I get to watch these now. And then seeing one in the theater, this is maybe the craziest one, or one of the craziest ones. Yeah, it was something. T it it felt important to me, and it was called Con Air. Where the whole joke at the time I said at the beginning of the podcast was this also the name of my fucking sister's hairdryer, right? Which I thought was funny as well. I don't know. And Nicolas Cage being so ridiculous that it was like almost hard to accept. <laughs> it was very hard to it, accept. It really is. I mean, it's fucking his his character in this is it's like, like you're being like it's, it's like Keanu Reeves times ten. He, yes. he is so bad in this. Yes, That's, to a degree like, that it's like. Are Maybe you, it's good. I don't fucking know. Yeah, he's won I, Oscars. I know. It, it's or been nominated at least. I said he, he is distracting. He's the star of this movie, and he's a giant distraction. Yes, my brain. It bothered my brain so and much. What the fuck is John Cusack doing in this? Is also part of it. Yeah, it's a weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Game John Malkovich, Steve Buscemi, Ving Rhames, the Meats. I'm a, from now on. I'm calling Ving Ram the Meats. Ving Rams, Ving Rams, Ving Ram. The Meats Rams. Mm. Ving Meats. <laughs> we Ving the Meats. We being the Meats. <laughs> Actually, from now on, I'm just gonna start calling us the Meats. <laughs> the Meats. <laughs> we are the Meats. <laughs> the Meats. It's our new. <laughs> That's us, guys. The yep. Meats. We have them. <laughs> All right, let's sign right. off. We Are did we it. signing off? I think so. All right. Uh, um, before we sign off, do you watch any good movies lately? <laughs> I'm going to give us three more minutes, <laughs> okay. and I'm asking this genuinely. Uh, what have I seen lately? I saw the new Jumanji. I like that. Did you love it or like it? Better than the first? I would say... Or equivalent. Or I would worse. say equivalent. Maybe even a little bit better. I loved the first one. I did I was too. surprised by how much I liked the second. If you love the, if you like, if you watch the first one and like, wow, I really enjoyed that, then I can't imagine you wouldn't I really enjoy you, I the second yeah. one. I pretty much. I watched. Uh, I rented some movies. I re. I rented Looper. Man, that's a good movie. I need to rewatch that. I haven't rewatched. It's it very now. weird to cast Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a young prosthetic Bruce Willis, but it really works. It does. And that movie, that time travel shit in that movie, when. Running away with your body parts getting chopped off. Yeah. 
amazing. I need to rewatch that. What else did I rent? I've rented. I've, have you seen? I watched Ad Astra with Brad Pitt. I would like to see that. It I would be much funnier if they called it Dad Astra because. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a uh, main yeah. part of the story. It was really uh, that movie. Also, I've looked up. Ad Astra cost eighty-five million bucks to make, and I think it made like eight. <laughs> It made like yeah, nothing. Yeah, and it, it was, was like, to be like a big it's sort of like an movie. indie sci-fi. Yeah, I think, and it they missed the mark so hard. But it's a neat looking movie. It's, it's a not, really, it's, it's a really a hard movie? sci-fi. Uh, no, I enjoyed it, but not. But, hmm. but there's a reason it wasn't a big. Yeah, they, I didn't get they, nominated for they anything. Right, it wrong or hmm. it's really neat looking. Is it good? I don't know. I rewatched Logan Lucky. Oh, what is that? That's the Hillbilly uh, Ocean's Eleven by the same director. And it was also the biggest <sighs> the biggest budget independent film ever made or some shit like that. Because he made it all with his own money. Who's in that? Uh, Adam Driver. That's what I thought. Adam Driver. Uh, your boy, you hump under the bridge. Homeless guys, Channing Tatum. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, where is this going? <laughs> your, your boys, you hump under the bridge. Yeah, which one? What are you talking about? The meats or who are we no, talking they about? Hump you, you may, yeah, you're a poor man's Channing Tatum. There we That's go. a Channing Tater yums. <laughs> yeah, he's in that. He's the star. Adam Driver. There's a handful of other peeps. It's it's pretty good. It's a it's a heist movie with all the exact twists. Oh uh, yeah. It's a oh uh, Daniel Craig also. Hmm. That come a couple years ago? Yeah, like five now, probably. Maybe hmm. four, four or five. Hmm. And I've, yeah, it's one of those movies I rented drunk and uh, got to rewatch as if I never saw it before. Oh, <laughs> new to you? Um, <laughs> they all are, baby boy. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, we can wrap this up. I just thought we would throw that in there. Oh, I just like to throw a little bonus. Yeah. Movie. Hey, listen to content. No Sleep the podcast, you guys. There you go. If you like this, if you're like, wow, I just I just listened to two and a half hours of these two yo-yos, but I need more. Don't worry, we got you covered. Yeah, go check out No Sleep the podcast. It might or, be more coherent. Oh, it always is because this is hard to do. By the way, this is a different. We are animal. very talented. This it, is a this is this it, is a hard podcast. It is. It's different. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to blow smoke up my own ass, but we're great at this. And smoke it's hard those to do. meats. We smoke the meats. <laughs> mm. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, what's your name? My name is Alex Carter. I'm Tom McGrain. Well, hey, what's the name of our podcast? Last I checked, it was the number one rated by the Podcasters Association of Iowa podcast oh, called P-O-I. Let's Ruin Our Childhood. Let's ruin our childhood. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. What kind of love?